I don't care if you've been eating hot chips and lying all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, the Thulu's Prodigy, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with that dang shit. On my left, we got your boy, Blue. 20 years later, finished my first bottle of Hennessy. Oh, shit. <laughs> all the way to the bone. Uh, on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, chalk people out on threes, of course, Kronos. I can see why it took you 20 years to finish Hennessy, because that's nasty. If you like decent whiskey, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it is. Oh, grody. Uh, last but not least, we got uh, the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. We don't deserve Mark Rublet. Rublet, all right. Um, Stitch may be joining us uh, a little bit later. Hopefully, uh, he'll he'll join in uh, as we get this party started. But let's let's go, gentlemen. We got this going. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have any RPs? Actually, no. I go first, right? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. It's been a it's been a weird day for me today. We're, we're new at this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's. Listener of the week would be uh, Proving Beatles 16. Thank you very much. We actually had a really good week um, as far as podcast listens go. Um, it's not the not the best ever, but it's it's pretty high up there. So we appreciate you all yeah. listening to us. Uh, first in the chat room would be Mile High Blurred. What's going on, fam? What's up, fam? We appreciate you keeping up with us. Oh, all Ninja, right. what you got? Oh, Ninja, wake up. Well, I was waiting for him to be done. Normally, there I get the intro announcements. It just dropped. So, all right. You uh, do it. Yeah, just point out malt liquor too. Yeah. Well, I guess this one will pull out some uh, mango juice. I don't know. Might be a little racist. I'm gonna butcher the name because uh, I don't. Hey. I don't know if it if this is pronounced uh, e- Irfan or Irfan Khan. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He's a a huge Bollywood actor. Reason why I'm bringing him up is that he crossed into Hollywood. Uh, most people will remember him from Slumdog Millionaire. He was in Life of Pi. He was in um, most recently uh, Jurassic World. Um, he's in like other TV shows uh, such as In Treatment. I think that was his Showtime show. Um, he was a huge Bollywood star, which I had no idea. He has 150 movie titles under his name. He died this morning uh, of uh, colon cancer. He was damn. 53. God damn. That's pretty young. Yeah. That's pretty young. So RIP to him. Yeah, I think I, I want to say he was also in one of the Spideys as well. Maybe Amazing Spider-Man. Um, you know what? He has such a huge list. So he lent his voice to the Lego games, like Lego Dimensions, yeah, obviously Lego Jurassic. Right if y'all watching yeah. the live stream, this is the guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is in the Amazing. Uh, he's in the Amazing Spider-Man 2012. Yep. He's in the 2012 one. Um, he's in a couple other, like UK and Hollywood stuff, like Knockout UK film, a couple other films. He's he has like pages and pages most likely i mean his big like roles obviously were slumdog which was an academy award winning film and then um, life of pi big angley film um big blockbusters such as uh jurassic world he's a huge star in bollywood but he was only 53. he had like that's real sad news real sad news i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shit on him at all uh r.i.p to him and his family yeah man yeah 
All right, we want to do this Rona report. We lost due to coronavirus this week. <laughs> yeah, way too right. fucking many. I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, it, it keeps getting worse and worse. And you know, I, I, I guess I'll give the numbers as far as like right now. Right now, this is what it's 8:44 p.m. on April 29th, 2020, and so far it's been 61,000 deaths in America over, over that actually, and over a million confirmed coronavirus cases. And we have states that opened up this week. Um, the ease restrictions on yes, we do. Social, social distancing. And I understand that, you know, some folks out there, they think that uh, you don't need to uh, stay at home. And if you just social distance, then you should be okay. But I disagree. And the numbers, as far as I've seen, kind of dis- disagree as well. I mean, we're still going up in numbers right now. Um, in the past six days, there's been over 11,000 people that have died from the coronavirus in six days. So uh, the fact that states are opening up right now is, to me, it seems very short-sighted and kind of silly. Especially, especially states that were like closed for like a week. I yeah. know, that, like in Georgia, closed for like two week, two or three weeks, and they decided to open back up. It's like, dude, you don't have like any kind of system in place yet to be opening up, but people are just fucking off going opening up already. Yeah, I mean, people criticize California for like shutting down and continuing to be shut down because we we are. Um, we extended our shelter in place for the rest through next month through may um and i'm okay with that but i know it's hard if you know if you lost your job and uh you don't have an income i i get that that's difficult but you also have zero income if if you're fucking dead you know (laughs) so or if you know you happen to give this this fucked up virus to you know older people like your, your parents your grandparents stuff like that I mean, they, there's a high potential there that they could die, and that that's fucked up. But I think the the main thing is, I think I talked about it last week, is that you know I get that people want to go back to work, but it's not that they necessarily want to go back to work; is that they just need an income to survive. You know what I mean? Like if, if you just if people got money that they needed to just get by right now, I think most people would be generally speaking okay with that. But instead, they're giving they're like going about this all the wrong way. Instead of giving everybody money, they're giving it. They're giving some to people and then a, a shitload more money to corporations and then expecting those corporations to pass that money down to uh, people. Like the, the PPP thing, with like, it was supposed to be for small businesses. It's the, what, the paycheck protection yeah. something. I forget yeah. the last P. Paycheck protection plan. Yeah, there we go. Paycheck protection plan. Um, they're, they're giving that money to you know small businesses. Um, well, actually, they're giving it to the banks and the banks give it to small businesses. But a whole bunch of other businesses have gotten this that are not small businesses. Like, they're huge businesses. Like, Ruth Chris, you know, way more than 500 employees. There's been a bunch of other places like that as well. But it's like, listen, why are you going through this whole rigmarole when just the people need the need the money? Just give that... F- well, I know that Bank of America got in trouble for... Fucking Bank of America. Always Bank of America. But I know they got in trouble because they were taking applicants and putting, like, the small business toward the bottom and having, like, the big business get, like, first dib at the... The pay the payroll protection plan, where it was called, and I guess pe- people fucking called them out for that shit. Yeah, I mean it's pretty fucked up because we see all, all these uh, stories about these businesses that have gotten it, that are large businesses, that have given the money back. But what I'm worried about is the businesses that are large that are under the radar and, and are not giving it back. The people need the money. Corporations do not. I don't give a single fuck if a corporation fails. I care about somebody's family failing. You know, with corporations too, they have like they have assets that they can sell off to make up for that money. Where people with small businesses, it's like 
what I'm gonna sell my the building I'm in right now, which I can't because I don't own it. Like it's either selling like supplies or getting rid of the equipment. Well, just uh, but still, I mean, even with the small parties. businesses, like I understand for small businesses, it's still difficult. But if you give them the same amount of money, at least they're still having some sort of income. You know what I mean? Instead of zero. Mm -hmm. So that, that's why I like having this whole means testing shit. It's fucking moronic. And I wish, like, if anybody wants to, like, come on the podcast and, like, try to break down why this means testing is worth it in this point in time and why we should be giving this money to businesses instead of people, I'd be willing to have a debate with somebody, like, literally on this podcast. But I don't see a single reason why we're not taking the vast majority of this money, if not all of it, and just giving it to the people. Especially given the fact that when you're talking about large corporations, which are getting a lot of money from this, a lot of them are not paying any federal taxes. So they're, they're extracting money out of taxes that we paid for every single person pretty much every single person that is in america that's paying taxes they're paying federal taxes a lot of corporations are not especially if they're large so they're they're taking they're checking money out of something that we paid into we should be getting that fucking money not them yeah i'm i'm all i'm all on board with more people getting money this is uh I mean, I put, posted it in the chat, I think, earlier, maybe last week. Um, what people aren't ready to hear, but every credible economist is already saying, we are in Great Depression-level unemployment right now as we're speaking, and uh, no end in sight to that. And what I mean by that, just for tangible numbers, the real unemployment number is somewhere in the ballpark 20% right now and, yeah. and going up. And so back in the great depression era we've talked some about history on this cast uh it was around the 25 percent mark and so uh <laughs> that's much higher than it's been in any of our lifetimes including old ninja through the civil war you know? <laughs> so mm -hmm. it, th th this is gonna this is gonna be what's the level of <clears throat> soup kitchens and bread lines if it yeah. extends too long and well, i know again like that sounds scary but that, that that's the real that's the economic reality. What's crazy is that we're seeing like like some hospitals are either cutting back hours for the nurses and people who are on the front line trying to like help people out because like the hospitals really aren't getting that much of a money making income from people with COVID nineteen. But then also like you know you got your teachers too like they're starting to get laid off as well. I mean I know uh, Prodigy can back me up on the hospital part where like you know they're starting to cut hours and stuff. Yeah, so real quickly, you're absolutely right, Blue. Just to go even a, a little bit further, it's actually hurting almost every single hospital because you're not doing any elective surgeries. These mm -hmm. uh, uh, ICU beds that are all being used for COVID-19 patients, it's costing literally millions of dollars, sometimes per day, uh, sometimes mm -hmm. per patient. Um, so the hospital industry, hospitals are drastically hurting. And, you know, their bread and butter, where they really make their money is off of the elective procedures. And even small mom and pa, um, independent uh, PCPs or, or primary care physicians are hurting because nobody's going to the doctor unless they absolutely have to and they feel like they're dying. Well, you, you yeah, know what? People kind of forget about dentists as well. Like, nobody's going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going anywhere. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Well, you know, what's crazy to me is I keep seeing these, like, updated, like, really irrational arguments for this whole thing. Like, the, the most recent one was about um there it was in it was about how new york is classifying all um deaths as covid 19 deaths if, if they had the if they had the virus like if somebody had you know pre-existing conditions and they still classify 
the death as COVID-19. I'm just like, okay, listen, if, if you had a heart condition and you got rabies and you died of rabies, how did you die? You died of fucking rabies. Like, don't get me wrong. You're probably more likely to die if you have a heart condition f- from rabies. But rabies is what fucking kill you. What killed you. If you look at people that have AIDS, like, when they die, it's usually from, like, pneumonia or something else. And they usually say pneumonia. Yep. You know? And, but, but, but they'll say AIDS as well. But it's what they died from. You know what I mean? And it, it doesn't help. Yep. You know? And, and one of the, the crazy things is, is that they don't really understand is that the main reason why in New York... The reason why they literally cannot keep an accurate count is because there's too many fucking people dying. If you have a thousand people dying, say if you, if you have a, just say a hundred people dying in a single hospital, how the fuck is any hospital supposed to do any sort of legit autopsy for a hundred people in a single day? How are they gonna do that? <laughs> exactly. Like they're they're not staffed to do that. Like you, you literally can't. So you just have to say, hey, this person had COVID nineteen. They had these. They, they were symptomatic, and they died. So you have. There's literally no other way you can do that, and that's what they don't want to hear. It's like you have no no other way to do. What are you gonna ship? The, you gonna freeze the body, ship it somewhere else, and then have them do the autopsy. Remember, remember, just last week, or you know, a couple weeks ago, or whatever, we mentioned right on here. I mean, New York had makeshift morgues that like the Army Corps of Engineers had to build to keep up with the amount of bodies uh, just piling up. So you're absolutely right, Kronos. Like, uh, they're not doing some thorough autopsy, uh, yeah. you know, when, when someone was in the ICU or on a ventilator for two weeks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's too many of them. And we know that it was COVID-related. This is more just silly-ass conspiracy theory thing of, oh, I don't want to, for whatever reason, I don't find it comfortable to believe that 60,000 Americans are dead. But, it, you know, it, it looks like that is even a conservative n- estimate. There may be even some more that well, weren't properly classified as COVID. Well, yeah, because but, it was here before when we thought it was here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, it, again, it, it doesn't even have to be... A, a, first of all, the death of Americans shouldn't be a political issue at all. But to try to discredit the facts of tens of thousands of people dying, it's just its ludicrous, it's ridiculous, it's ugly as fuck. And... People, th- these are just shitty human beings, you know, trying to um, uh, downplay, still trying to downplay it. Like some people try to downplay it like in March and April and whatnot. Look, this is a lot of deaths, no matter how you fucking dice it up. And America, compared to a lot of other countries, is doing much worse. Well, that, that, that's the problem is that, you know, our, our current president, he, he gets up there and he, he basically has a circle jerk when he when he goes on there for the, the, the COVID you know, 19 press conference. And he keeps saying how, like, how good of a job he's doing, but 60,000 Americans are fucking dead. More than that. And, you know, there, there's new numbers that came out to, like, I think it was literally yesterday. They said that we are expecting to have 74,000 deaths by August 4th. We had literally over 11,000 people die in the past six fucking days. It is, if, if we get to 74,000 deaths by, in August 4th, I'd be fucking amazed. I'm expecting us to get to 74,000 deaths mid-next month, if not early next month. Like, seriously. Yep. And so these mm-hmm. these people that try to sit there and blow smoke up your ass, fucking stop. You need to give us, like, the, the real numbers. Stop trying to be a fucking cheerleader. Be a goddamn leader and be like, listen, this is a serious problem. And when you have people like, you know, the vice president going in the fucking Mayo Clinic 
and not wearing a mask. <laughs> it's like, dude, like this. These are the reasons why people are trying to are, are protesting and trying to go outside and trying to do all this bullshit because they're not setting the proper example. And when I was like, listen, I was in the Marine Corps. I was a corporal. You know, even now I'm a team leader at my job. You need to fucking lead by example. So if you have a policy that says this is the policy, then you fucking abide by the same goddamn policy. You lead by example and show them how it's supposed to be done. But they're not doing that. They're leading by fucking total bullshit. Yeah, I no, mean, it's, it's, it's all bad. I mean, if you want another terrible example of leading by example is, uh, I don't have her name in front of me, but the, uh, the head of the protester to reopen North Carolina, she was out there protesting, contracted COVID-19, and yet she's saying she's going back out there to go protest to reopen North Carolina. Now, she's leading by her example, even though she caught the Rona, but she's at least sticking to her word. I mean, it's kind of fucked up because if she goes out and and she's infected, she's just gonna infect, it, all it takes is one person to infect 20 people. And all those people oh, yeah. that are with her talking about, oh, reopen North Carolina, you're just gonna get everyone in your family sick. And then if you have elderly or people with compromised um, immune systems or even compromised uh, respiratory systems, some with asthma. So dealing with asthma and getting COVID is like almost like getting the pneumonia, which you could die from. So having flu-like yep. symptoms and getting COVID-19 if you're suffering from asthma, you'd potentially die. Like normally you just have your ventilator, boom. But if you're that sick, if you're infected with the virus, a ventilator um, that you get from a doctor is not gonna help you. You're gonna have to get, you're gonna have to go to a hospital and get treated. Can I just say this too, to point out the fucking obvious shit that nobody wants to also admit. Even if you open up a state uh, tomorrow or May 1st or whatever the fuck it is, most rational human beings people who actually think are going to say, mm, I'm not going to go to the barber shop. I'm not going to try to hit up a movie theater. I'm not going to uh, put the, try to hit up some kind of concert or any, anything, anything unnecessary besides the essentials. Most people, most rational people are going to be like, fuck all that noise. No. I'm going to stay home or just get the essentials. So this belief that we're going to go back to business, uh, business as normal, where you know, people are just shopping down Main Street or in the malls buying frivolous shit. Nope. With twenty percent unemployment no. and and no and no vaccine, you're out of your no. fucking mind. Because they're stupid. Like they, they seem to forget that people that have no income can't buy shit, and that the twelve hundred dollars that the the one time payment that you gave people fucking that's not enough. Petty that, change. Yeah, that, that's enough for like in the Bay Area. That's fucking literally nothing. It's nothing. That's, that's groceries. Yeah. <laughs> you can buy fucking groceries for the month. Other other parts yep. of the other parts of the United States I understand that that's like a it can be a decent amount of money. It'll get you by for maybe a month, maybe a month and a half. But for most maybe. places it's it's not a month and we're going we're we're into two months now. Or we're going into two months. And when when we come out of these, you know, lockdowns, people are still not, not gonna have money. They're not. Yeah, come here. Somebody somebody posted up like how the government came up with that number. I guess it's the federal minimum wage, like how much you would make in what in, in a month on federal income or not federal income, but like federal minimum wage limit, which yeah. I think is like like five dollars and fifty cents or some shit like that. And that shit just does not fly here here in the Bay Area or most of all of California. No, I mean, but they, so they should have done a, a comprehensive research on what people needed, and it should not like listen. Uh, you, I'm for universal basic income. 
for everybody. But in this case, it should not have, it, they should have literally, it should have been, first of all, no means testing. And then second of all, they should have done a study of every single state um, and area. And be like, what is the actual amount that people need to survive for a month? You know, mm-hmm. medium income. Because the median income in the Bay Area is more than $100,000. Sure, fuck it. It's way more <laughs> than that. And so when yep. they said that, you know, the latest one that the uh, the Democrats are, are pushing for, for the next one, um, for this, the stimulus payment, it's supposed to be uh, an income of uh, $130,000 $130, or less, which, again, I don't meet that. I make more than that. So I'm like, I'm getting fucked again. But um, second of all, the problem is, is that if somebody made $130,000, $200,000, you know, in 2018, which is where they're getting their numbers from, they're looking at your taxes from 2018. But if you lost your job in 2020, your income is now zero. It's zero. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? Like, you, you, there's no way you can get that check that you need today, not fucking two years ago. Yeah. And, and just to be back on that, the overwhelming number of people, whether doing Media, uh, middle class or an abstract poverty still live basically paycheck to paycheck. Americans are not savers by, by any stretch of the imagination. The majority of people do not have four, six months, 12 months of liquid cash just waiting around that they can just kind of live off of and, and go into their bunker and, and hunker down. Yeah. Wait, well, wait, wait, speak for yourself. I didn't rob four banks, so... Yeah. Oh, goddamn. Well, <laughs> 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 right, 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 math, they probably got away with it. Yeah, yeah well, I just roll in with the math. I got the Rona. Give me everything in the fucking vault. To, <laughs> to Prodigy's point, though, like, about people not saving, even if you did save, right now your savings account is fucked. Because they... Oh, yeah. I, I talked about it multiple times on this podcast, but they keep lowering and lowering the, uh, the interest rates, and now it's zero, and they're talking about going to negative interest rates again. If they do that, you have to your savings account. You have to pay for your money to be in that account. You have to pay. Yep. So they're gonna literally dwindle dwindle away your savings account for fucking no reason at all. Like it, it's the stupidest fucking. It, it's it's good if you own a home, but most people that have like a large savings account or even like a decently sized one, um, they don't own a home. They're saving to own a home. You know what I mean? Maybe, or yep. or for a rainy yep. day. But most Americans, they don't have enough money to. They don't have enough money to survive a fucking four hundred dollar, um, like surprise fucking bill. They don't. Yep. Yeah. And so if to expect people to have multiple months worth of income um, in their account, in their dwindling savings account, that they're gonna now make no money or have to pay for that to be in the bank, it's fucking ridiculous. This is how the government is fucking all of us, and they're just not telling us. Like they they make it silly at school. Like oh yeah. We're gonna lower the interest rates, but but if you don't pay attention to how like finance works, then you're gonna be like, oh yeah, it's great. But meanwhile, you're gonna get fucked. Like you're getting fucked right now. No vest. Yeah. Me neither. It's kind of crazy how yeah. Kind of um, still staying but, on the topic. How we have now we have these. I know we talked about it last week as well. But we have like these anti-vaxxers and Trump supporter and stuff having like the the fucking rallies to open up the open up the states and stuff and like you literally see like nurses and stuff like blocking them from like getting like rallying up together and they're mad at them for for protesting or blocking them but here these fuckers are like you know going against what the government has said and 
and uh, just kind of being fucking ridiculous. It just makes any sense, basically. Well, you know what, what's crazy is that the numbers were actually going down on, uh, what is it, on like April 19th, uh, sorry, yeah. April 21st, they started going, after that, they started going down. And then all of a sudden, what, on April 28th, they started jumping up again. So now we're in the midst of it. Like, it, literally on April 26th, it was like a 1,100 deaths, right? The next day was like 1,300 deaths. And day after that, on the, the 28th, it was 2,400 deaths. And then, you know, today, it's 2,300, but the day's not day's not over. What the fuck was that? Yeah. Something must have dropped. Maybe one of your comics? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah something in there with you. <laughs> get out! Get out now! <laughs> Run! Chronos about to grab that knife. Um, <laughs> um, bro. Yeah, man. And, and, and here's the, here's the thing too. Like another sad like milestone was reached in terms of this is more deaths than the number of Americans who died in what was it, 18, 19 year uh, uh, conflict of Vietnam. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> see, 60,000 is a legit war death toll number. Oh, yeah. So like, 60,000 is is like the population of like one of the states in the U.S. Well, it's, it is basically this happened in, in two months. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is basically yeah. two so, months. So Cronus yeah. keeps, you keep talking about how um, you think the number is going to go up. Uh, the projected number of deaths total in the U.S. will go up in... Um, august now with states opening up and the way the virus transmits i really think that this will probably exponentially grow within the next two weeks oh no with people with people going out and not practicing social distancing so what's going to happen is here in in the bay area the beaches are kind of open I, I know a lot of people aren't really going but places like florida the uh the states that are around the gulf people are going to go there and they're probably going to fill the beach all it takes is two, three people, and then, like, pretty much everyone's infected. And then they go home, spread that, and they're just going to keep, like, jumping and spreading. And in two and a half weeks, we're probably going to see numbers that, uh, as Trump would say, numbers we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ninja, I think you, you misunderstood. Hold on. You misunderstood what I said. I wasn't saying that's going to go up in August. What I was saying is that the, proje the projections that the government has right now are for, yeah, you said it was in August. For August. Yeah, yes. that's not. I'm, I'm saying that yeah, we're gonna exceed that. Yeah, that's that oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. a government I'm number, not my number. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know what you yeah. meant. But I'm saying we're probably gonna hit that, and and more even faster. I think oh, you yeah. said middle. You said middle of May. Yeah, middle of May. I'm 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 gonna say uh, maybe a week and a half. So like. Next week. <laughs> I mean, it could. Yeah. <laughs> you more time. Like, if you like, like if every time I go to the store, like right now, it's it. You have to wear a mask whenever you go out into like a public thing. So if you go to like Safeway or anything like that, the bank, you, you have to be wearing a mask here. Yep. So like they have to, a lot of these places have security on the outside, make sure people have masks on. They're limiting how many people come into the store. But one thing I'm noticing: once motherfuckers get into the store. Fools are not wearing their mask correctly. Like they're just covering up their mouth, but their nose is still exposed. And it's like, you can still get infected that way. You need to cover up your whole fucking face. Or I'll see people not having their mask on at all. And it's like, dude, are you fucking serious? Like you need to, you're supposed, even though you came into this building, you have to keep your fucking mask on. And it's so fucking yeah. annoying when I see people like doing that. 
Yeah, that's why, like, literally when I go to the store, which is like, I've only been to the store a couple of times since this happened. Um, yep. For ob- obviously, I talked about it before, I live with somebody that's at, at risk. But if I have to go to the store, like, you know, I, I keep my mask on. Um, you know, I have a disinfected area when I get home with the groceries. I, I disinfect, like, literally, both K Mac and our, our toddler, they stay in another room when I get home. I disinfect everything. And then when I'm done, you know, even when I get in my car, like I'm disinfecting like part, parts of my car that I touched. Yeah. yeah I dude. disinfect all the food that, that gets here. And then once I'm done, I, you know, I, I literally I put like cut up trash bags on the floor. I pick up all my like work area. I throw it away and then I wash my hands and then I go and take I take all my clothes off and take a shower. And then I toss my clothes yep. immediately in the uh, in the washing machine. And then th- that's how far I-, I have to go to try and keep my family mm. safe. It's, it's like a, it's like hazmat suit, pa- true pandemic bunny suit, uh, like protocol. That's what it really is. Yeah. And you know it's it, it's sad and whatnot, but you know it, it's an absolute necessity. And look, man, I we all fucking I, I haven't hugged my mom in two months. You know yeah. what I mean? Kronos has talked about his da- daughter. You know. Not getting to hug her nana. You know oh my god, they finally got grandma. reunited. Yeah, I'll talk about. Oh, yeah, tell that story, man. Yeah, so um, my, you know, my my toddler Riley, she's been like, she's been sad. Like she'll just tell us like she's sad because she misses her nona, her her grandmother. They're like super close, and you know she understands that there's germs outside, but she been like super down like a lot of the days, mm-hmm. and obviously been acting acting out every now and again, um, but we. Finally, you know, last what Sunday, we decided to like reunite. I got a video of it. It's like super cute, but um, yeah, they're they're finally back together again, and she's uh, they're gonna be together like what Monday through Wednesday and like doing their thing. But I was like, you know, thank goodness, because like it was really fucking up my family and like fucking yeah. up like my whole my work life. I had to work like half days for the past like six weeks, and you know, having to deal with with Riley, um, and you know, and, and her grandmother was like crying like every day because she couldn't see her, her, her granddaughter. And it was like, it was pretty fucked yeah. up. And yeah, I, but even that being said, like to me, it was still worth it to like keep my, to keep her grandmother safe, you know, because yeah. you know, you don't, you don't know. So I, I, you know, I don't want them to pass away because I made some fucking bullshit mistake. But, um, you know, yeah. we talked to a couple of doctors and as long as we're still quarantining and keeping precautions up, like a, a five person quarantine is, is okay. So yeah. Yeah, it's just like it's it's fucked. Like it, it, it affects your families in like fucked up ways. Yeah, it does. And yeah, no. shit. I I even worry just about you know the uh, we're used to obviously on Wednesday nights all being in the same room together, yeah. hanging out more. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's it's mentally exhausting, but certainly necessary uh, to not like interact with people other than virtually it's just weird you miss all those body language cues you know what i mean like maybe that waifu actually wants you she probably don't i feel like this is like a it's like death stranding (laughs) 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 excuse me that's so bad because yeah death stranding you like rarely interact with anybody everything through fucking like a hologram or some shit yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, that's right and every time you get to a station you decon in death stranding yeah Mm. It's crazy. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I, I watched a documentary yes last night about the swine flu. Not swine flu. Yeah. The Spanish, Spanish flu. flu. 
And man, like watching that and like seeing what's going on now in the world, it's like, like the Spanish flu was like on a whole nother fucking level. We're not even close to the numbers of people who died from that. Because Spanish flu, like literally a house full of people, if somebody died in the morning by nighttime, that whole family was fucking dead. Like that's how serious that virus was. Like people were dying within four hours. And like literally here in San Francisco, they thought that they nicked it in the butt and they turned around and opened back up the city. Well, they saw another wave of it hit and like yep. the numbers just dramatically shot back up. So we definitely, definitely gotta be super careful with this. Cause I, I like how Gavin Newsom is taking, like he's look, he's looking at the, like, the science numbers and how things are going and not doing some kind of political shit with opening it back up the state. He's like making sure that we're all safe. And we, we still got these fucking idiots that think like it's, this shit's all a joke and stuff and still going out. But like, I, I, I like that he's like looking what happened with the Spanish flu and trying to make sure that shit doesn't happen again. Cause man, yeah. I, the documentary I watched was insane. Like literally there was a, the way that it spread was there was like military people on a fucking train. Like there was like maybe over like, I think like, I think it was like 2000 people that was on a train. And like one person was sick and every time they stopped at another city, people like came to see the military people drive through the city. Well, oh, while they geez. came there, they were getting infected and spread yep. back into their cities. And these militaries kept on going and more and more people started to get sick. People started fucking dying. I think they said like about like, I think like 15, 20% of the people who were on that train died just in that one fucking travel alone, which is fucking ridiculous, but. Yeah, man, people just gotta stay safe, wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance. Don't even social distance, stay at home. Like, just just be safe. We need to nip this shit in the butt, seriously. Oh, but hold on, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you a story, all right? This is a fucked up story. So, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, uh, I'm part of like a whole bunch of like Marine Corps groups. If y'all didn't know on the podcast, I, I was in the Marine Corps. I'm a Marine, you know, once and always. All that bullshit. Um, and so a story came out that um, the Marine Corps is going to start up, is going to keep doing boot camp, but they're going to do like precautions of like, you know, the, the new recruits that are come, that are going to come in, they're going to be isolated for two weeks, and if they are mm-hmm. COVID nineteen positive, then you know after the two weeks, and you know they'll have to like postpone that person's boot camp. They'll have to go back home, um, and then th- after boot camp was done, the same thing, two week isolation, and then they go back home. And so people were just like, in my Marine Corps groups, they were just like, why do they even got to do that? And I was like, first of all, they need to just shut down boot camp. Like, if you're just saying that the recruits are going to, uh, you know, isolate for two weeks, that's fucking stupid. Like, you need to, like, have the isolation for the the recruits, the, the drill instructors, and every single support staff that is on there. Because if you're not familiar, like, the... the any kind of boot camp, there's like this whole support staff of more than just DIs and recruits. You have people that feed the recruits, you have people that clean up after the recruits. The recruits clean up a lot of shit, but like well, almost everything. But there's still shit that, that people have to like set up, they have to feed them, um, they teach, teach them how to shoot. Those are different, those are not DIs that teach them how to shoot. Like, it's like a whole different crew. And all these support and like do their laundry, blah, 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 blah. Whole bunch of shit that they, they have to like do. And so people are like pushing back on me, like, hey, you know, I don't think that that's going to matter, blah, 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 blah. Story comes out today, two weeks later. Like, fucking, it's, I think it's 40 people in like one company now have COVID 19. After mm-hmm. they took all those precautions. Yeah. Like, yeah, because of what I just fucking said. You guys are fucking idiots. Like, just shut it down. And they were trying to argue that you can't shut down recruitment. I'm like, yes, you can. First of all, we're not really at war, we're in two bullshit wars. 
Like you can just bring them home. Just bring them. You, you can bring, literally everybody that's in Iraq and Afghanistan. Just bring them home. More people have died from this than have died in Iraq and Af- Afghanistan by a magnitude of like probably like twenty. Yeah. Like seriously. So just bring them home. Um, if you're really worried about you know the numbers, then just do stop loss. I got hit with stop loss. But stop loss means that if you're in the military and you decide to get out, you can. You're just stuck for a little while. I got hit with that when the Iraq War first started. And so I think it's not unreasonable, given the situation right now. Um, but th- there's really no reason for us to, like, fight any... We still have a fighting force. You know, just waiting a couple of months or even, like, up to a year, we still have an effective fighting force. And the, we're the most effective military in the world. So it's really a bullshit argument. Yeah. So let me, just, let me just say this, though. This virus doesn't give an entire fucking shit how tough you are, mm-hmm. how, uh, who you are, what, what you're... How politically strong you are or your economic background it doesn't give a fuck about any of that man and so i'm right there with you um we also saw that stuff with the uh uh, it go through that 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 navy vessel you know that uh a a, a fighter a flight carrier um what was that a few weeks ago yeah hundreds of cases on there and somebody died somebody died but yeah i mean the thing is this is what this is the problem all right so what you said was generally speaking you're totally correct man but if you're generally healthy, it's it's probably not going to kill you. But the problem is, is that you can come across somebody that is not healthy. You don't fucking know by looking at them or breathing the same air as them, and that's that's the main problem, is that you don't and know it, if you have it. And you and even being healthy, this is not a fun disease to have. No, like no, you you're 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 not going to be now. If you're asymptomatic, that's another thing. But if you're fully healthy. There are some healthy people that have been hospitalized, that have been even on in ICU because this shit uh, affected them so much. I and, like and what some uh, have recovered Rick- and lived, but it, it, it's not some, you know, oh, oh I'm so strong, I'm going to make it. No, not, not, not necessarily. Just do some push-ups, man. Right. I like what Warrior Fella said in the chat. He said that COVID-19 and stupidity are the top two viruses that are killing people right now, which is true. Kind of jumping back to what Carlos was saying about the whole boot camp thing, like, the documentary I saw about the Spanish flu, like a lot of fucking recruits were dying in boot camp because of that. Like all the all the the guys were all together and stuff like that. Yeah. And it just quickly spread. So like they definitely like whoever you were talking to, you were like, look, dude, look at the Spanish. Look what fucking happened there. Like well, people were fucking dying like while they're just chilling, waiting for their for the boot camp training. Yeah, you you literally you cannot social distance in boot camp. Yeah, you can't. Like you you're not gonna have. Uh, the same experience that I had when I was in the, in Marine Corps boot camp. You need to have, you know, they need to be in your face. You need to be yelling at you. You know, you need to get intensive training, ITing, and all that shit. Like, you need to be, learn how to fight. All these things are within six feet. You know, if if not, like right up in your fucking face, are actually touching you. So for people to be like, I don't understand why we can't do that. It's like this is a it's it's it can be a a most minor inconvenience if we all just do the right thing and just chill the fuck out for a couple of months, you know, that's all we got to do. I, you know what this whole thing reminds me of? Um, Prodigy, you got kids. It's it's like when your fucking toddler is throwing a fit and you're just like, listen, you keep throwing your fit, you're just going to be in time for longer. This is America right now. Yep. Like they're throwing a fit and you're just going to be in time for longer. Like there's nothing you can do about it. And if, if yeah. people want to bitch about it more and more and more and want to just like get out, get out of pocket, Eventually, it will become a martial, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Martial law. Martial law. Like, it will. Ass whooping? 
No, I mean, yeah, martial <laughs> law can come down, and people just yeah. The only people that yeah, can be no, sort, yeah, they they don't understand that shit. Yeah, yeah, you're, no, you're absolutely right. I, I would just say, um, I I hope, and we all hope that this is truly, you know, a, a few more months. You know, there, there's been some stuff. I heard Dr. Fauci uh, mentioning. Uh, some promising uh, results on on some type of, with of facts. vaccine, at least. Yeah, we're using like actual yeah. numbers. Yeah, which which is wonderful to hear, but again, we're we're this is all just hope, you know what I mean? Right now, and who knows exactly how long this is truly going to last? Oh. You have to have an effective vehicle of of distributing some vaccine, man. If, if we get to it, but we, you know we can go on on Rona, Rona for like the whole cast. Are yeah, we, are we... yeah. Wait, let's let wait, wait. First, let's talk about what. President Trump said about UV yeah, rays and bleach. Yeah, we can't. We can't pass. Can't pass. Yeah, that's, that was a hot fucking topic this week. Yes, it was. Go ahead. If anybody, if you've been living on a rock, or you just, you know, you, you you're a Trump supporter and you agree with what he said, or you did not hear what he said, this fool <laughs> basically said that he wants to use UV light and somehow put it inside the body, because you know UV light kills the coronavirus. So we can probably put that inside the body to help kill the virus because it will kill it, what, in seconds, and a couple of minutes? And then, you know, there's, there's a disinfectant that you use to wipe stuff. Like, we can we can probably put that in the body and that kills it in like, what, like 30 seconds? Like, this is literally what the fool said. And people, I mean, there's people out there saying like, oh, he didn't say that, he didn't say that. Watch the video, that motherfucker said that shit. Well, he, he's... Even the, like the next day, even went back and said he was being sarcastic because some fucking news reporter had asked him a question about it and like nobody even fucking asked him a goddamn question no he was talking to a doctor <laughs> this is the, this is what's crazy to me I, I i had a back and forth with a friend of mine that i used to work with about this shit and he was like oh he was talking about this you know this you because there is a uv and like light treatment mm -hmm. and there you know and i was just like that's not what he's talking about and he was like, well, he's talking about UV disinfecting that you can do, blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's not what he's talking about. Because he was wiping his hands. Like, he's talking about actual, like, liquid disinfectant, not fucking UV rays into the body when he's talking about disinfectant. Because he was, like, trying to separate the disinfectant from the UV thing. He was trying to say that they were the same. He's trying to say that they were the same thing. I'm like, dude, that's not what he's talking about. And literally, in the middle of the argument, um, he comes out and says that, oh... I was being sarcastic, but I was talking about, you know, disinfectant, but I was being sarcastic to the media and the media did not ask him the question. And he literally said, Deborah, the Deborah bricks. He was asking her those questions. He, he literally said her fucking name about that. So he wasn't being sarcastic to the, to the media. He, he talked to her by name, looking directly at her. So get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Like I feel bad that the guy that, I, that I'm talking about, he went through and went through all this research to see like what he was talking about when it was clear to me what he was talking about so he wasted like hours of his life looking up these mm -hmm. yep. these like fringe um treatments that aren't really proven especially and if they if they existed they definitely do not exist to treat COVID 19. and so this is the main problem that i'm talking about when he comes on the screen like the same thing happened with hydrochloronique you know when he talked about that like it, it's, it was not proven it was not a proven treatment for COVID-19. Yes, there were some some studies or some people that have recovered from it, but here in America, people were dying from it more than the actual yeah. virus. So that when people talk to me about why you shouldn't know this guy so bad, it's because he's not a fucking doctor. Like, he's not a fucking doctor. You should not be out there giving medical advice saying, hey, we should just try, you know, this 
this certain drug that we haven't tested for this virus. You know, it's it's fucking bullshit. <sighs> I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this though. Not only is he not a fucking doctor, his words have done tangible harm. If you're yeah. a family oh, yeah. member of someone who tried that hydrochloroquine or whatever uh, drug in the hopes yeah. that you know the president kept promoting it, then you know that that's some wrongful, semi wrongful death kind of shit. And and this week uh, or this past weekend, um, the Centers for uh, Poison Control and all that nationally and, and in multiple states have seen a spike and increase in people drinking disinfectant, people drinking fucking bleach and shit. So, um, you know, these are these are dangerous fucking words. These are idiots that are doing it. Uh, but you know, w when you say something and give some advice that turns out to literally be toxic and killing people, and you knew that it was dangerous ahead of time, how do you expect anybody to take you fucking seriously? Well, it's like, if, if I said on this podcast, I'm not the president, but if I said, hey, if you if you mix bleach and ammonia, it's a great cleaning agent. Uh, <laughs> right? God dang. It's not. All right, first of all, you'll, you'll yeah, fucking kill yourself. <laughs> okay, it's super yeah. deadly. But if I said that because of something that I felt, you know what I mean? Because I, I feel like it's going to be like that. I, w I would expect to be culpable for what I said. You know, yep. hopefully somebody doesn't take what I just said out, out of context and just like left, like cut it up. Yeah. But yeah, like definitely up. don't mix bleach with uh, with ammonia because you will kill yourself. <laughs> but if I don't know, if I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, I could say that, you know, but for some reason, yeah. you know, this this guy can say that and, and get away with it. And his supporters will keep supporting him, even though he's spinning so... nonsense that's doing harm to people. I, I got to jump in here. So a friend of mine, he uh, he's a professor. He's a former professor at a school in New York. He moved he moved here to the. Uh, I think he's back in the Bay. His colleague is also a professor back in New York. They're going back and forth, and his per, his former friend, who is a professor, I think in one of the sciences. Uh, I don't I don't know exactly which one, but I, I'm I'm just giving you the level that these two are both men with degrees doctorates even yeah. and they're arguing back and forth about how one one of them said that um what trump had said on the mic was a sidebar to one of the doctors that was there and i'm and the other guy's like no he was on a live mic yeah center stage and yes he's addressing someone off to the side but he's telling the american people on a live microphone because when we do when we talk about sidebar when we're out in public we literally do what? Go off to the Come goddamn the side, yeah. <laughs> away from everyone else, away from the microphone, a live mic, and discuss off the mic what's going on. That is generally a sidebar, off to the side, away from everyone else. And like these guys are going back and forth, and the professor from New York is saying to my friend, who's also a professor, that he's just a libtard and all this other stuff. And you took what Trump said out of text, and what gets me is that these are men who are in the sciences and one of them deeply believes uh, what Trump said might have been sarcastic live and people are taking it out of context. So he's jumping on and supporting. And while the other one's like, dude, what the president said is dangerous and yes. should be like super criticized. And I'm surprised that more people are coming for him. And so this is the kind of state that we're in where people who are basically accredited are arguing about the validity of the man 
in the White House. There this, should be no reason for the president to be sarcastic about something that's fucking serious. Like, yeah. like you can't fucking joke about people fucking dying about this crazy ass fucking virus. Like, th there's no time and place for to be sarcastic. So he was lying. On he's that shit. Note, I mean, yeah, yeah. If he was sarcastic, he should have immediately said, "Hey, I'm joking, guys. Don't take this seriously." But he waited an entire day point out that he was sarcastic. Because she came out, out about it. People started talking An entire about day. It. An entire fucking work day to come back and say that, oh, I was being sarcastic. And that's why everyone else is like, see, you guys, you liberals, you guys took him at his word. Like, we knew what he meant. We know about this UV treatment. I'm like, no, you don't. If it was available, everyone would have been talking about it. But it's not. It's still kind of like off to the side type medicine. So you guys are... We need to let the people that are actually in there trying to work on it, work on it. Wait till something yeah. actual and obtainable comes out. And when trials start, then we can start talking about it. Until Just then- One more thing about the UV stuff. Like I saw one doctor, he was talking about it and he was like, that's a dumb fucking idea because if you were able to get UV into the body, like your skin protects you from UV, UV radiation, basically, and basically by you putting UV into your body, you're gonna end up with fucking cancer. Well, but they, they do use it for like some like really strange treatment, but it was it's not like a normal yeah. sort of treatment. So, yeah, and it's definitely not yeah. for it's, it's definitely not for a virus. So it's just it's it's fucking yeah. it's stupid. You're gonna look like Tony Stark at the end of Endgame, yeah. fucking around with that <laughs> after the snap. You look like uh, you look like Two Face. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Ron is gonna be here. I know we're gonna always do it, um, but this uh, this is always informative. That first that first part of the the show, we got some uh, geek nerd stuff to get into. God damn it! Um, let's start with this uh, big announcement uh, on the Sony world. Last of Us Two gets, I guess, an official release date. Yeah, from there was from a definite to a release date in like oh, what a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, but but the big controversy is that there are what seems to be uh, credible leaks uh, put out there on the interwebs um, from uh, Naughty Dog. I don't know if they're former, but from Naughty Dog uh, employees who were working on this game, uh, giving out major spoiler-ass plot information, and it's out there on the net now. Yeah, apparently it's not just spoiler. It's like the entire plot is out there. Yep. And I'm like, why would you do this? Why are you doing this to me? Like, Supp supposedly, again, well, this is this is alleged. This is rumor mill. This is not all facts and confirmed. But the rumor mill is saying that these were disgruntled uh, or either one or a group of disgruntled employees at Naughty Dog doing a big middle finger fuck you. I'm gonna put spoilers out there about this game, and so and you know what? This is probably gonna backfire in their faces because people there's not that many new games, or at least AAA. I mean, there's some, but they haven't really. I I, I want to say maybe like Resident Evil Three, the remake. Um, what else just came out? Um, we had Doom Eternal. We had Animal Crossing. Well, yeah, we had, but no, we had no, yeah, Final Animal Fantasy. Crossing. Yeah, so those those are doing. I don't know about Final Fantasy numbers. I'm pretty sure those are those are good, but maybe not great. Doom Eternal should have been good. I know Animal Crossing is a big hit, even despite what 
uh, the Oathbreaker is, is complaining about, but is that Animal Crossing know, free? No, it's no, not, not free. free. No, it's like a. I think it's a sixty dollar game. Doesn't matter. People have been waiting for Last of Us Two for since the first one came out. And Seven I years. Think, I think this one is still going to probably break some records once it drops. So despite what they're trying to do, this may even help generate sales. I don't know. No, no yeah, way I mean, to tell. We, we talked about it, what was it, three, four weeks ago um, when uh, we were all disappointed that Last of Us 2 was uh, pushed back indefinitely. So it did not have a release date. And we were just like, well, what the fuck? Uh, literally this coming this fall, supposedly, at least as we're speaking, uh, they're supposed to have a brand new fucking console. And it looked like um, uh, from Naughty Dog, from Neil Druckmann, uh, the uh, kind of head head honcho over there, uh, it looked like the game was nearly finished, if not all the way finished. And so he, here here we are. Um, this also pushed back another one of uh, uh, Sony's other big exclusives, which was a uh, new IP, Ghost of Tsushima. That got pushed to July, and it, and it had a June date earlier. So they're doing basically subsequent months of triple a big exclusives one bigger than the other but um i'm i'm still excited about it i've tried to avoid these fucking spoilers but at the same time naughty dog has not been known at least in my experience with them since way back in the what was it bandicoot crash bandicoot days i haven't heard of disgruntled naughty dog employees have y'all no, there's, I mean, especially with the, if you know the history of Naughty Dog, Crystal Dynamics, um, Eidos, they're like, usually one of them is like a breeder farm. Crystal Dynamics used to be where you would get, you would start from college or wherever trade school you went to, you would go there, work on Tomb Raider, grow and knit, and they would help you start your career. You would start in Crystal yep. Dynamics and then you would go off, like literally, um naughty dog used to be crystal dynamics like half the squad left to form naughty dog and then they would make their games they would talk to crystal dynamics and be like hey who do you have you know that you think is good we'll take them or you don't want whatever we'll take them and groom them whatnot they had their whole thing and this is weird because usually when people went there they had nothing but good things to say even amy henning who's like one of the top creators of like gaming history of all time who's gotten probably the most all of the top honors in the industry doesn't say anything bad about that i mean she's created some of the stuff that you love i mean you being a fan she didn't even say anything uh remotely bad about it so um this is really difficult and strange i'm i want to assume that this is because of the rona predicament that things fucked up over there but it it is hard to say it's hard to speculate a little bit I mean, I could see this being about the fact that, you know, you spent literally years working on this fucking game, this big AAA game. And as recently as last week, there was no fucking release date when it looked like it was nearly done. That that was probably, you know, maybe it, maybe the straw that broke the camel's back. I don't know. But that it, it seemed odd. Well, it's understandable. It kept getting pushed back. Well, yeah, getting pushed back mm-hmm. now was understandable because, I mean, they're not going to they're not going to have like the distribution that they want um i mean obviously like a lot of people today they're going towards digital which is fine i mean you you'll get numbers there but a lot of people still prefer physical like like i do and when you have um you know game make or you know game retailers like gamestop like going down the can it's just like 
you know, releasing a game right now can be kind of shitty. So, mm-hmm. that's well, yeah. Plus, yeah. plus, with a lot of game locations being closed as well, like I think Fry's Electronic is closed, and you know, no, GameStop's Fry's, closed. Like they're not Fry's essential. Are they really? Fry's. Fry's. But I guess you still got like your. You still got like Target and Walmart where you can still buy games from, but like you know, some of these smaller mama pop shops are kind of they're not non-essential, so they're not open. So you know, a lot of these gaming companies aren't trying to really see oh, that big of numbers. On top and of then, that, plus, Amazon's dude. taking fucking forever to ship shit too. So <laughs> so on top of I that, I lost my goddamn webcam. <laughs> you're still mad about that? Um, I've gone out and like looked at some of the games that's available because I was going to pick up Resident Evil Three, and out there, like places like Walmart and Target, they're selling out of some of the games that just came out recently, yeah. and um, accessories are gone. Like literally, all the accessories for like Xbox and PlayStation, and especially the Switch as well. The Switch all is also wiped out. out. Yeah, wiped out. Like. Literally, as soon as they get a shipment, and when Target and Walmart get a shipment, it's not a lot. It's literally like maybe twenty to thirty units. They're gone within a few days, wiped out, and you got to wait for the next one. You literally have to talk to a clerk and be like, "Hey, when do you guys get your shipment?" They're like, "Dude, we get it this day. It's first come, first serve. We can't reserve nothing for you." Versus GameStop, where they be like, "Hey, we can put this on reserve. Five dollars down. Pick it up. Yeah, put your five dollars down. Put your dollar down. Whatever." So it's like you're fighting mobs out there, kind of. So yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if you go on Amazon right now, the cheapest Nintendo Switch is four hundred and seventy-four dollars. God, uh, it, wait, is, is that white? from like some used used retailer or something? That's used? that's used. Yeah. 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 So like, and the, the MSR MSRP on it is three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Like, listen, pe- people. It's just like how. Um, Netflix, like if you follow like stocks or whatever, they've been going uh, selling like gangbusters or whatever. They have the, oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the biggest quarters of it. It's actually valued at uh, worth more money for, in terms of its stock value than Disney. Holy, hold on. <laughs> because, hold on. sorry, I, I was looking up as you were talking. The actual new Switch, if you want to get a new, it's going to cost $568. Yeah, what? from so Amazon? Yeah, from Amazon. What I'm, but what I'm saying is, for people having home entertainment one way or another, whether it's Netflix or video games, they they can't go anywhere. So they, they, they certainly want to have something that feels newish and that they can enjoy at, at fucking home. So I, I, I totally get that. Um, at the same time, GameStop being eliminated, like you guys were all saying, uh, means if you do want a physical copy, it, it's, it's gonna be a little bit harder. It's, it's gonna be much harder to get. So yeah. we'll, we'll fucking see, I still think Last of Us Two should do gangbusters in terms of in terms of fucking numbers. I would out? say it's probably it's supposed May. to come out in June now. But I would say I between May. that and maybe Cyberpunk, I'd say maybe most uh, the one and two most anticipated games of the year. Oh, Cyberpunk know? is probably the most. I want to say Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is the most anticipated of twenty twenty. Okay. Let me, oh, let, me, let me answer a question from a. Uh the chat room right now because it's relevant to what we're talking about so uh patrick uh, a fellow brother that likes beer like me and he's local which we haven't met yet is he in the secret weird. group he's in, he's in the secret group but he's, he's not far from us <laughs> we haven't met in person yet but he was asking uh do we know uh if the economics for the game developers are any better if we buy via psn or stream versus gamestop or amazon 
They're as far as I know, they're exactly the same. So no matter where you buy yeah. it from, they get pretty much the same exact cut. The the yeah. only uh, so the prodigy. only distinction I would make the only distinction I would make is I believe for um, a first don't quote me on this, but I've heard that for a first party game like that Sony is Sony is making or Nintendo is making or whatever. Um, because they don't have to share anything with a, 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 a major retailer. If you buy it from their own shop, then it it, it helps them a little, a slightly more. That would make sense, but um, but it, it's almost it's almost no. Um, I gotta I gotta walk you back a little bit, Prodigy. The release date for the last of us will be Memorial Day weekend, so it's gonna be May 29th of 2020. Oh, I thought it was June. Okay. Yeah, this one's wait, hold on. This one says June 19th, but this is saying May 29th, so maybe they're still. I think it's June. That, that's what I heard last. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at May 29th, but I also yeah, see June 9th, too. Uh, okay. Maybe oh, something's okay, yeah. Oh, you know what? Ghost, say, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima. That, that's right. They moved because of Ghost of Tsushima. That one's okay. getting pushed Actually, back. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing June as well now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen both. I've seen. May 29th and June 19th. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's, oh, June, it's so. June 19th. That's what I see now. It says it'll okay. be the previous date was on the PS4 Pro for May uh, May 29th. But it's it'll be released on June 19th. And I think a couple okay. weeks later, that's when Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Yeah. But, GameStop by the way, Kronos, did you... Uh, quick quick reminder. I know you I know you went back and, and, and played The Last of Us and you talked about it on here, what was it, probably in 2019. Did you ever finish up that DLC as well? No, I need to though. Sorry, there was like a bunch of other games. I mean, Borderlands Three has been like fucking up no my whole life. You know, <laughs> like, it's been. Uh, I've been playing that game no so much. Yeah. Um, that game gets so much fun. Like the more you play it, the funner it gets. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, what the fuck? Y'all see this announcement? Uh, I guess today that there's a new mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed coming. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla confirmed by Ubisoft. I guess there will be a reveal tomorrow, but today it just got announced. So that I'm fucking it. hyped. I'm fu Look, man, especially after Santa Monica Studios' uh, God of War, you know, knocked everybody's socks off. Um, th this was a, uh, a pretty big rumor that's been going around for like almost a year now that the next Assassin's Creed was going to be Viking related or uh, or. Uh, uh, something kind of in, in that Valhalla kind of range or whatever, but I haven't seen it obviously any game footage We'll see that tomorrow, but I, I like AC games and the last two have been really fucking good What's y'all got? Um, I'm interested to see what, how this is gonna work out during the Viking time, so Should be interesting. I, I only own one Assassin's Creed and I never finished it I played a handful of them, but I'd never like fully sat down and went from start to end the one that I did play that I didn't like was Assassin's Creed Liberation, so should be interesting. Oh, that was like a mini, yeah. not a mini game, but that was like a small one. But I yeah, mean, it, it was on the PSP. Yeah, if you're gonna play um, Assassin's Creed, just start with Black Flag, in my opinion. That Ooh. to me, it was still one of my favorite ones of all time. Is Black Flag because you're a fucking pirate assassin. It was it was fucking dope. Um, so I, apparently, that game is hard to find. Is it really? So yeah, I, I I've seen it. a lot of people say it's hard to get because it keeps mm. selling out because people keep like trying to find it, buy it, get it used or whatnot. It just keeps getting snatched up because it was that good of a game. 
It was great. Um, nice. I, obviously, I have like mixed feelings about Origin. Is it Origins or what was the last one that just came out? Odyssey was Odyssey. the last, the Greek one. Yeah, because I was one of the few people that got fucked by the game, and I, I realize now that I was like maybe like in the five percent range, maybe even one percent, where this game just did not work for my shit. And I, I literally bought a whole new PS4. I bought a PS4 Pro because I had oh, so yeah. many issues, and I still have the issues on the PS4 Pro. I don't know what the fuck it is. Where it's like shit just it just breaks. It was fun Next, before it started uh, happening. Yeah, let me let me do this for you, Kronos. Um, I have it on physical copy. Uh, remind oh. me next time we we actually see each other in person. I get over. No, I mean Maybe I, that'll work. I have it physically. I, I, yeah, I don't, but I'm, you're saying that your yours was not, like wasn't working on yours. No, well, maybe it's the disc. No, it's not the disc. Because oh. it it, it, it uh, you don't know how shit works. It, it loads everything in a RAM. Right, so <laughs> like, if it wasn't gonna work from the disc, would just say like disc like not operational or something like that. Um, okay. and, and the fact that I'm using it on two different ones, it's on two different systems. It, it's not the disc. There's something wrong with. It's either like my profile or something like that. I, I don't know what the fuck it is, but. But why would it only be that game though? I have no fucking idea. Honestly, I, I have no fucking idea. But it's I, always I, in the same spot, right? That you get the issue. No, it's totally random. Like I'll just oh, I'll, okay. I can play the game normally for like maybe thirty minutes. And then all of a sudden, shit stops working. When I'm doing like dialogue, shit's all off. Like I, I'll be missing dialogue. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, it'll catch up and like all at once. And it's just like I don't know what the fuck's going on. But you know, the first like probably three hours, it was great. And then all of a sudden, shit just started breaking. And I was just like, okay, my my PS4 was kind of old. Let me buy a PS4 Pro. Let me go fucking super baller on this shit. And it's same exact issue. And I, I've recorded it, so. Alright. But but the series it, besides like I said, I'm in probably the one percent. The series is good. Definitely play it. It's just yeah, I, I got fucked. Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't watch the movie. What? <laughs> There's a movie. Yeah, I didn't watch the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys yeah, I, I, go ahead. I'm gonna say you guys wanna talk about Borderlands three, about their uh loot universe thing they got going go on right now. Oh, and the cartels. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to do? Okay. Yeah, because uh, he's trying to drink. Yeah, no, it's yeah. All, I was drinking too. I was like, go ahead, bro. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Borderlands 3, one of my favorite games um, right now. I've been playing it a lot. This, this might be another 100-hour game for me. Actually, it's probably pretty near there right now because I have three different characters. Anyway, they had two different uh, things that dropped over the past week. The first one was... Um, the new loot the universe. So for the pat for like the next month or so, uh, every planet is going to have like special loot drops. So this week, um, well I guess it ends probably tomorrow or the next day. Um, it's Pandora. Yeah. So Pandora has increased loot drops for legendaries. So we're playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We well we played like last week and it's fucking crazy. Um, so you get super increased loot drops for legendaries on Pandora. Super fun to do. Um, and then also they, they had a free update for the uh, the cartel um, update, which is where it, it, it's basically just like the um, the Halloween type one, even though it wasn't Halloween. It was called like Bloody Harvest. That's what it was. It's like Bloody Harvest. You go to the same like Maurice guy, the fucking weird-ass lizard dude, to get a mission. Apparently he, uh, he was in a fucking... A gambling match and he won and he ate a guy and the guy was in the cartel and then he got beat up because he's not supposed to do that 
So now you're trying to avenge him from the cartels. And it's really it's really an interesting dynamic because you have to go and get these um, these decoder rings from people. Yeah. And so the decoder rings will will tell you where the cartel uh, like mansion is. And so the way you can tell, like, you basically have to play the game normally, and you'll see guys with like this weird like '80s like visor and like neon shit on their faces and like on their bodies. <laughs> and when you kill them, they uh, they send out a distress beacon, and then all of a sudden like these cartel guys like drop like teleport in front of you. And you have to beat them, and sometimes they teleport in fucking bosses. Like, cartel bosses, like, out of nowhere. So it gets fucking pretty crazy. And once you collect, like, 30 of them, you can teleport to um, the cartel mansion where you have to be, like, the, the main cartel guy. Um, but it's a really interesting boss fight because I basically fight, like, all the cartel all the cartel bosses at once, including, like, the actual, like, main cartel boss. So it gets pretty fucking crazy, and it's been a lot of fun. Oh, and also, update, sorry, go ahead, uh, tell that one, tell that one. No, I was going to say, the other update they had was they had a, a, a hotfix where they updated the Mayhem yeah. system and the tool. And, like, before, I guess, like, you have to play a certain amount of times before you'd be able to up the Mayhem, but now you can manually upgrade it. So you can go either from, like, a level one to, like, you know, just bang, bang, shoot them up to fucking level four, where it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> well, no, it goes to level ten now. Man, holy shit, I, need, I thought it went to level 4. Yeah, and you can actually... Well, it went to 4 before, right? And the new yeah. one, Mayhem 2.0, you go up to level 10, but you can also change the modifiers. So there's like all these modifiers that happen, and you can re-roll. So it's random what the modifiers are, and depending on your on your build, you can, either, you can get fucked. So with me, I had like a... I had a really good corrosive gun, but I rolled a... Uh, a mayhem mode on because I want to try mayhem mode six, but basically in mayhem mode six, mayhem mode six on the roll that I did, I couldn't do any corrosive damage at all. Every single person was immune to corrosive damage, oh, so fuck. I was like, well, fuck. I guess you know it was super hard. I had to, I had to like scroll it back to like mayhem level four because it was just like I I got to like the the boss for the cartels and there was like no way I could beat them. Like they were all just like bullet sponges. There's too many of them. I was getting fucking ass raped, so I I had to scale it back. It, but it, it's fun. Like seriously, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I look, I, I I've fallen back in love with uh, this game. I got my level seven mo's or fifty seven mo's, and yeah, it, it, it's just really, uh, it, it's challenging. And, and you know, you got the whole co op aspect in there, and and then just seeing level fifty seven legendary loot, and you're just turning your nose up to it. You're just like, eh, I don't yeah. like the stats on this. My other guy is better. Oh hey! Yeah. Like I remember, I remember it's like hustling, like like I guess I guess you would say I was basically mining for money, so I would pick up every any weapon I could just so I can go sell it. But like after playing, um, after doing uh, Moxie's heist, I got like ten million dollars in my account, yeah, yeah, and I actually yeah. I actually was able to finally go up to uh, Sanctuary to buy more uh, upgrades. SDUs, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, because before I didn't know, I didn't even know you could upgrade your shit. I was playing the game with my basic fucking setup. But oh, shit. I pretty much, yeah, I messed up a lot of my shit, but dude, man, it's it's so yeah, much fun, like, like having ammo, like having a, a lot of fucking ammo. Like, I, I never ran out of ammo now. Like, I always have fucking ammo. It's fucking ridiculous. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, Blue, like, you know that you can upgrade your weapons, right? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, bro. He's like, <laughs> like where did you do that at? I, I was like, bro, he was literally at. I see, did I know that? 
he was at end game level. I'm like, how'd you get this far without upgrading? Like, That's how badass I was. So I, I, I got gave, a lot. So Blue and Prodigy, I, I gave you guys both uh, some presents on Borderlands 3 today. You, you both now have nice. like really good Nighthawkins, which is like my favorite gun in the game. Oh, okay. One of my favorite guns in the game, anyway. And then I, I Blue, I gave you a gun that does some shit with um, a siren, so it gives you like 250 percent damage if you use like your uh, special move or whatever. So yeah, check check your uh, your inboxes. And, oh yeah, I have a I have a gun that's like that where if I use my 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 action skill. That whoever I'm fucking shooting at it, I get like 300% damage. It's fucking ridiculous. Plus, with my siren, what's cool about her is that like, if I kill whoever she has a grip on before the time runs out of that ability, the clock resets and it'll grab the next nearest enemy. So I can just sit there right. and just fucking blast fools, and it'll just keep going from one enemy to the next, to the next, to the next until they're all off the fucking screen. Yeah, it's uh, fucking great. She's badass. I got, I got, I got to get switch over to another character so I can start capping them out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try, I was still gonna try Flack, uh, Flack next. I was so close to trying uh, him to begin with, but uh, I gotta get him up to level 57. Uh, real, real quick though, uh, we got uh, uh, some pretty. I, I was excited, you know. Not every month uh, are the PS Plus uh, games uh, legit. This month though, we're getting uh, for May, and when I say this month, I'm meaning uh, May. We're getting Dying oh, Light, shit, man, really? which is exceptional. Actually, four hold on, four player co-op. I don't think you super are super expansive. I thought. Oh, I thought was it not confirmed? Yeah. So I watched a, a thing a day where we're getting bullshit games. What? It's like Farm Simulator and something else. What the fuck? Oh, I it's we're getting Dying Light. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I thought we yeah, were I'm getting Dying Light Dark Souls. Blog. We're getting Skylines and Farming Simulator 19. Yeah. Did they did did they did they do a fake out on us? They did. Yeah. This this from the official. I'm looking on the official PSM PlayStation blog. And yes, yeah, it's, it's City Skylines oh, and Farming Simulator 19. That is that is fucking give, sad. Hey, they're, they're trying I was to, about to give them fucking, um, cross Animal Crossing or whatever that shit's called. I was go I was gonna give them so many fucking props for uh, coming through with the the Dark Souls remastered and Dying Light the same month. Nah, fuck them. They fucked up this month. Shit. Hey, last month for I mean at least for the month of April they gave us um, Uncharted. Uncharted, right? Yeah. Did they give us yeah, all? Cool. Did they give us all of them? Was it like a ultimate pack or was it just the fourth one that they gave us or the third one? I don't. So know. so with their they did it in two ways. They did the whole like here's a free uh, celebrating kind of uh, play from home or, or yeah. shelter in place stuff, uh, and then they did the a PS Plus free game. So you got really all four. Okay, I, I got four then. Yeah, I think I only played. So, I think I've only played one. I haven't played two, three, or four. Hold on, let me. They're they're all really Dude, good. Tell, really tell, tell me games. tell me what sounds weird here. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to November. Actually, no, I'll go back to October of 2019. October 2019, you got Last of Us remastered and the sh uh, MLB The Show 19. November, you got Neo and Outlast. December, you got mm -hmm. Titanfall and uh, Motocross Energy. Motor I'm sorry, Monster Energy Supercross. January, you got Uncharted Collection and Goat Simulator. February, you got the Bioshock Collection and Sims 4. March, you got Shadow of Colossus and Sonic Forces. Uh, what was it? April, you got Uncharted 4, Thieves End, and Dirt Rally 2. And then this month, you get City, City Skylines and Farming Simulator 19. 
Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he means you gotta re recreate the population or some shit, or rebuild <laughs> cities and shit. Well, usually it's like one great game and then one. Uh, yeah. You know? And these yeah. are just both. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck? Who's playing these games? I was going to be so excited to go, like, see a whole bunch of new folks in Dying Light and, like, level them up and, and go to all those uh, territories and whatnot and see this huge, like, uh, Twitch streaming surgence of, of people uh, finding that great uh, Dying Light. Plus, remember, we're getting, we're supposed to be getting, we don't have a release date, Dying Light 2 this year. So I was Dude, like, man, that would have been perfect. I'm looking at the review for uh, for City Skyline, and it's got pretty good reviews. <laughs> it's got yeah. 4.7 average, but on uh, Steam, it's 9, 9 out of 10. Okay. Well, I think it came out in 2015. That's a pretty old game. Yeah, I mean, th that's that's when Dying Light 1 dropped. You know what I mean? It's still this gen, technically. I, I feel like they probably released it for to kind of go across with Animal Crossing. Give people uh, that option today. The fucking weebs. Fucking but they weebs. Probably on, on Nintendo, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a Nintendo franchise. Yeah. Nintendo's Nintendo. they they're kinda of crushing it right now. They really are. They are. Alright, what's up next, gentlemen? Yo, so I, was gonna I say... about show. So I'm oh. not sure you guys know who Little Dicky is, right? I mean we did a react to yeah. one of his right. yeah. videos. The the white rapper so that's not Eminem? Yeah, the Jewish white <laughs> rapper. Who's actually pretty decent. He's really, he yeah, he's has great. a new TV show on um, on FX, FX or FXX or something like that. Dude, this show is fucking hilarious. Like, it's it's literally it's about him kind of coming up in his rap career and he's going through all this fucking shit. And like, there's like the first episode, it has him like kind of fucking a a prosthetic like sex toy. <laughs> Like and it's only it's only like the ass and the legs and then, like there's they show like his ass cheek guy he's like fucking this thing but like his interaction with like his girl and there's this other guy named uh, Gator that he meets and he's like this 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 overhyped fucking black guy who wants to who you think is like a, a really good rapper but he's like I don't know just there's something off about him but like just the whole fucking show it's a, it's, it's basically a goddamn comedy not a comedy sketch but it's like um. I can't even think of what show I can even compare it to, but it's so fucking funny. Like, if you, have, if you ever listen to it. Yeah, it's either on FX or FXX. Damn. Okay. But it's, right now they're up to episode 10, and like, um, they have some pretty big rappers on it too. Like, there's one episode where uh, one rapper asks if uh, this other black guy can watch his nephew while he, like, records in the studio. And his nephew, he asks his nephew, like, hey, how much money do you need? And the little kid goes like this, like, he makes, like, a little stack sign. And, like, the rapper gives this guy, like, he probably gives him about, like, $10,000 to go shopping with. <laughs> and he goes to, like, an art fair, and he buys, like, this fucking, <laughs> he buys, like, this a wooden shirt. This little fucking kid, he's probably, like, eight years old, and it's, it's just fucking, it's so hilarious. You guys gotta check it out. So the, the show is actually I'm, called, I'm gonna give it a shot. it's called Dave, and it is on FXX. FXX. Yeah. And there's 10 episodes. Oh wait, how yeah, did you already? Oh, it came out in March. Okay, that's why. Right. Yeah, it's fairly new. It's only been out for a little bit, but it, it's it's hilarious. If you like if you like little Dick in his rapping style and stuff like that, the show's the it's worth checking out. The first episode is kind of slow, but it gets better as it goes on. And he's he's the lead, huh? Yeah, he's the lead. Nice. All right, I'm, he's a good rapper, man. I, I when we did his reacts, I was like, okay, I kind of like his stuff, his style, and the music videos were hilarious for him. Yeah. 
Um, what, did we get into this whole AMC Universal Petty War? Back and forth, War of Petty. Oh, well, it's did not even just, it's, it's also Regal. Yeah, 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 you're, you're right, you're right. I, Regal, uh, I, at first I saw it just as AMC, and AMC seems bigger than Regal, but Regal seemed to uh, chime in. But go ahead and yeah, set it up. It was just, it's fucking stupid. So apparently, um, Regal and AMC, they got angry with Universal for dropping uh, Trolls World Tour uh, basically at home instead of in the theaters. But it's like, you know, COVID-19 happened, you know, they weren't going to make any money if they tried to release it during that time. Um, so I totally understand where Universal was coming from. What I don't understand is the reaction from uh, AMC and Regal. It's like, listen, you guys dropped the ball. Um, if, if they would have been more reactive to the situation and had like an online depository for movies, they could have fucking ruled this shit. But they didn't. They dropped the ball, Amazon picked it up, and they fucked up. And so to try to, tr to try and punish Universal, which is going to totally backfire, um, I already know that AMC in particular is on the hot plate for going fucking bankrupt. So for you to say that we're not going to carry your movies anymore, Universal, it's it, that that's fucking stupid. It's like saying that, um, that if you're a bar... That you got mad at like Budweiser, you're not gonna carry Budweiser anymore. Like it's it's, it's just fucking stupid. I don't even like Budweiser, but I mean you have to carry Budweiser at a fucking bar. You know what I mean? I, like I, I don't understand like where they're coming from. It seems like really petty, and it seems like they're just putting the nail in their own coffin. Like, what are you guys' thoughts on this shit? It seems stupid. So, I, it is. It, it I, I called it at the very beginning. It, it's some petty, petty fucking bullshit. But here's the other thing too. Doesn't Universal have like <clears throat> franchises like Jurassic Park, Jurassic World? Yeah. Yes. I, I believe I believe even Fast and the Furious franchise. They do. Yeah, right. like trans. Not that I like them, but Transformers, shit like like big shit, uh, right? Tra Transformers might be Paramount. I'm not 100. Okay. I can look. Really yeah. Don't. But yes, they do have Fast and Furious, which is now a billion dollar franchise. Oh, yeah, it's been a billion dollar franchise for oh, years. Yeah, they, they've so, been fun. Hold on, let me hold on. Before you proceed, I will tell you the top ten highest grossing uh hold on movies for Universal. Okay, so Dr. Seuss, the the Grinch, which is I mean it's okay. Meet the Fockers, Minions, which is high grossing, Fast and Furious 7, super high grossing, Despicable Me 2, very high grossing, Sugar Life of Pets, my daughter's favorite movie, Jurassic Park. Billion dollar fucking franchise, Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom, uh, E.T., and Jurassic World. Like, these are billion dollar grossing movies. And for any, for any goddamn movie theater, fran like, whatever company, to, like, drop them, it seems so fucking stupid to me. Well, well but, but here's the thing, though. They're, let's call it what it is. They're, they're completely full of shit. They're, they're going to back down. You're not. There's mm -hmm. no way in and in, in fuck that, that AMC or Regal or any other movie chain is going to literally say when Jurassic World Part Three or Four drops, which is again going to be a billion dollar movie, mm -hmm. or fa or Fast and the Furious Ten or Fifteen, whatever the fuck it is, they're not going to say we're not going to show it. Mm -hmm. they, they shoot themselves in their own fucking foot. Yeah, they. they, well, they, 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 they 
do the do the theaters actually make any profit from the movies? I know like it's always oh, yeah. like they only get it from like concession stands that like the most, big price goes straight to the studio. But here's the thing, here's the thing. What you what you're not getting is yes. if you have a lot of human beings <laughs> going to your theater, even if you don't make much from the actual movie, more human beings equals more popcorn, more soda, more candy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to work in the movie like, theaters, and what he just said is totally legit. Um, yeah, obviously, it's... like you you make some money off of the actual ticket sales, but the vast majority is on concessions. And if you if you don't have asses in seats, that's literally zero. So yeah, easy, and, easy and economics. They have franchise. They have well established franchise. Chronos went through the list, but again, it's saber rattling. These guys are going to back the fuck down. We all they know have... it. They're going to eat. They're going to eat crow. And they're going to be like, I'm sorry, you can have Jurassic Park in our in our theater. Yeah. You Actually, can have Fast and no, Furious in our theater. I don't think when, they will. If it gets, no, if they don't, oh, that's they gonna will. Be, this'll, this is going to play right into Universal's hand. Because what they're just going to do is go to Amazon or HBO Max and drop yeah. it on there where you can rent it for $5, $10, $20 and own it or watch it for as many times you want. And then make a shit ton of money. And have all that profit come to them, and less profit go to whatever third party they got to, or have their own. I don't even know if they have their own streaming service. If they did, that's all going to be on them. And then Regal hey. and AMC are just going to miss out. They're, they're going to cave. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't even think they're going to to uh, to let it get that far. This is like a news thing of like today and yesterday and whatnot. But they're going to fucking cave. Uh, no, I, I just hold on, hold on, For me, hold on. Can I hold on? Give me a second. All right. But, yeah. I will be Negro Damas. AMC is going to go bankrupt in the next year. Oh, Regal, yeah, Regal Cinemas is probably going to go down with them, but I can almost guarantee you with like pretty good certainty that AMC will either go bankrupt or need to like pull in cash to like keep afloat. And if they, if they get cash to keep afloat, then they'll they'll probably go back on their on their word. But if they don't, they're just going to go bankrupt. There there's literally no way that they are going to survive without Universal Studios. It's it's fucking impossible. Well, yeah, I mean, just looking, at, looking at Universal Studios, the movies that you just listed for their top, like, grossing movies, a lot of those those franchises are old. Like, these are, like, old... Like, like they have E.T. at number two. Like, that's not... What? That movie came out in, like, 1985 or something like that. Like, these movies are pretty old on this list. Yeah, but, so, right, I mean, but Jurassic Park is Universal no, are knocking it out like Disney, like Disney and Sony and Fox, like their no. movies are have been like the billion. No, but, I, so I I disagree with no. you. No, 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 no. no. Okay, yeah. all right. So listen, um, Minions is relatively recent. Fast and Furious Seven, which is one of the highest grossing movies of all time, very recent. Yep. The sequel yep. Me Too, very recent. Single Life of Pets came out a couple of years ago. Um, Jurassic Park, that was a long time ago. You're totally right. But Fallen Kingdom came out like fucking last year or two years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, yep. And ET, yeah, you're right, it's old. But Jurassic World, again, that's a recent movie. These are very recent movies. Yeah. Yep. And they have, they're supposed to be, there was supposed to be a Fast and Furious this month. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just say this. Not only are they recent movies, but when you're talking about franchises, just like when you're talking about the MCU or, you know, Marvel Disney as a franchise, um, it's already well established. People kind of know what you're get, what they're getting. They know what the formula is. They know what they're going to get from a, another Fast and the Furious or another Jurassic Park, Jurassic World movie. And they're going to say, I want to take my kids to see this, uh, just like how I felt 20 years ago when I watched the first Jurassic Park or whatever. 
they, these movies don't fail. None, like, no, none no, of those not big fail. movies fail. Well, and the yeah. thing is, is I, I understand like their their thoughts about um, you know them putting out at home. Like I, I totally get that. But this is an extraordinary circumstance. But to me, like I said, like fucking months, even if not years ago, I will pay extra to watch a movie at home. Like when uh, Trolls World Tour, World Tour came out, I paid the twenty dollars easily, even though it was only a forty-eight hour rental. Listen, yeah. Trolls, who are the fuck made Trolls? DreamWorks. I would have paid you fifty fucking dollars to own the film. Fifty fucking dollars, maybe maybe sixty seventy. Seriously, I, I would have went up there. I've watched the movie illegally a whole bunch of times now because I'm not going to fucking keep renting it for my daughter. But if you'd have just said, hey, yep. 50 bucks, 70 bucks, whatever the fuck, to own it, I would have paid you. And yep. I, I think that it's a huge, like, loss. Um, they need to have, like, the rent and the and the pay, and the the own option. And I get that this is a weird time because we're, we're kind of, like, accelerating the way things are going to work in the future. But you need to, like, get on board a little bit faster. Because, like, the 48-hour 48 48 rental works for, like, a lot of people, but not for me. All right? So if, if, if I like a movie, I'll have the option to buy. So so say this, this is the perfect option, okay? If I was to watch Trolls World Tour, I rented it for 20 bucks for 48 hours. If after I'm done watching it, you put up a fucking thing that says, hey, if you like this movie, would you like to pay $30 more to own it? Click done if I liked it. Yep. Easy fucking yeah. solution. Can can I just say this too? I, I agree with that that whole uh, system, and I'm gonna try it out. Uh, my my kids already tried it out for trolls. I'm gonna try it out for Scooby Doo with them probably in a few weeks. Oh yeah. But but the other thing is, not every studio was willing to push back their spring releases. You know what I mean? Like you got like crowded. Uh, right now on paper fall and, and next year in the winter time and next year in the springtime because everything from these last three or four months it has been has been fucking pushed so universal did the right thing and just said you know what we're not going to push every single project that's already filmed already uh we've already banked uh or invested million hundreds of millions of dollars into it let's just do this a new method see if it works experiment a little bit and there was nothing wrong with that but AMC and Regal getting butthurt about that is just fucking ridiculous. What was Universal supposed to do? Push every single movie back when they already had a schedule? That doesn't work for every studio. Yeah, some studios. Oh, yeah, has, some have done it. AMC would have saw that money. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, th th this one seems just. It, it really seems silly, and it's gonna. They're gonna have some egg on their face if they survive. I agree that there is a very high probability. Just like GameStop has been in trouble for a while. AMC and Regal could go down very easily too. I'm with so, you on that. So Patrick is Patrick yeah, uh, in the in the chat. He he broke it down. He, he actually works in the uh, financial field, and he said that earlier mm -hmm. this month, the the credit rating for AMC Entertainment uh, went to triple C minus from B. Oh. Like they Ooh. used to be B, and now they're triple C minus. So which takes them to highly speculative. So I mean they're fucked. But yeah, he he, he agrees that um, default yeah. is imminent. With uh, little prospect for re for recovery, because they're not going to recover from this, especially doubling down yeah. in this ridiculous way. The only the only ones right now from the entertainment field that are actually you know doing well, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Like you, you know your st big streaming ones, like your your Netflix, a little bit of Disney Plus. Uh, you know, uh, some some of those guys are are doing fine. Uh, Apple's trying to do their thing, and and obviously Amazon's trying to do their thing, but. 
you know, it's the direct-to-consumer streaming folks that are thriving. Well, this know? is mm-hmm. hold on. This yeah. is remember, Gion from a uh, Daniel and Gion talk to. Oh. Um, Here we go. Yeah, so we w- we got in a little argument about uh, this kind of like last month, I think it was. Yeah, it was it had to be last month, um, wh- where he thought that. Um, I was, I was saying that you know, movie theaters were still going to be viable. Which at the time, like they they are they can be still viable, but if they do shit like this, then yeah, I agree with you, man. Like if, if all these theaters are gonna are gonna want to double down on this fucking bullshit and try and uh, or maybe I was the other way. I was saying that I can't <laughs> remember. Fuck, I've been drinking. Yeah. Either way, I was right. All right, I gotta <laughs> I gotta go back and look. But yeah, it was just uh, like uh, they're doubling down and doing stupid shit. So, yeah. yeah. If, if I was wrong, I, I, I admit that I was wrong. So, Jenna, if you're listening to this right now, if you're on the other side of that, then yeah, I, I was wrong. But I mean, they're fucked. Digital content is the way they're gonna go. But digital content, this is what it was. Digital content is is great buying it at home, but it's only for certain people. If you have yeah. a decent TV and decent stereo, that's what I, I'm on that side. Um, it, if you have all like a home theater setup, you're good to go. But if you're gonna tell me that most people are gonna buy their like buy a movie to watch on their phone, nice. Hello, high watermelon. That's a great beer. Mm, hey. That's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Blue was drinking hello, high watermelon. Um, <laughs> but you, you, you're not gonna convince me that most people are going to watch a um, a movie on their phone or on a shitty screen. Oh hell no! No no. Yeah, it's, it's just to me, it's, it's not going to happen. But this is going to push in the right direction. This this, this is going to help Gian's argument because mm-hmm. these the, mm-hmm. these movie theaters are going to like they're, they're digging their own grave. That's what they're doing, digging their own grave. They yeah, definitely are. Kind of sad. Um, so oh, AMC's probably, still one of my favorite theaters. Mm, like I don't it. know about shout after this. You may not shout, be no more shout AMC. Out to- Shout out to Gian, uh, Gian and, and Daniel talk shit. Uh, definitely listen to that their, their cast. Those guys are hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just yeah. Transformers is a DreamWorks slash Paramount um, property. So my bad. They yeah. missed out. Uh, Universal missed out on that. But it is what it is. Uh, going back to Disney Plus. So yeah, May the Fourth. May on Star Wars Day, which is May the Fourth. Disney Plus will release. Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus. You'll be able to watch it at home on your on your devices or whatnot. So that's actually really fairly quick turnaround, uh, I think, in my opinion, because I'm pretty sure it was scheduled to be out in August on Blu-ray and DVD. It was originally, but now that we're getting it, we're getting it on the fourth, May fourth, next week, which is next Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday or or Wednesday, something like that. We're getting it real quick, so. It's going to be quick. I mean, all those invested in Disney Plus, you'll have all nine Star Wars films to sit and binge and watch as a family at home, especially if you have your home theater set up. You're good to go. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, man. Like, look, these are these are all classic fucking movies, and, you know, everybody's going to have their favorite and their order and whatnot. But having yeah, all nine. Whatever. Yeah, at Dude, home, you can, watch them, you can watch them in any order you want while you're sitting at home. And you can watch Rogue One, um, Solo, if you wanted to. Um, you'll be able to watch The Mandalorian. All the, st- <laughs> all the Clone Wars. Like, everything is right there at the click of your fingertips. On, what, like, what about that Hall- Halloween? Or, uh, so not Halloween. Holiday special that they uh, want to ignore. Uh, <laughs> YouTube. 
YouTube. You gotta watch that on YouTube. God, I think Disney, Disney doesn't want that smoke. Yeah, yeah Disney don't, don't want nobody that wants smoke. The smoke. Actually, yeah, do they no have the, the Battle for Indoor on there? No, it is not on there either. And there's two Battle Indoor movies. Neither of them are on there. Guess what? Damn. YouTube. You can watch those on fucking YouTube. Like from start I wonder if they're owned by Disney. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, you know what? It's a very good question. Maybe yeah. they own it and they say, like, we ain't putting this out there. <laughs> I feel like George Lucas shot whoever owned it and then, like, it's just buried under the fucking Golden Gate Bridge or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably um, buried. Um, and uh, what was that? Uh, was, was the original that? network was like, ABC. Angel, Angel Island or Treasure Island or whatever. <laughs> Stop there. Let, 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 let's get into one other thing that I thought I found absolutely hilarious. Um, these uh, Call of Duty whiners. Complaining, complaining about the PC folks. Complaining about them cheating. Complaining about them being too good. Oh boy, here we are. Yeah. Talking about uh, modern warfare. You know what? I, all right. So listen, there is cheating on the PC. All right, but there's also cheating on consoles. So for every console gamer that says they pretend like people don't cheat on the fucking consoles, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like you cheat too. All right. People cheat. It's they're assholes that cheat, but people yep. cheat. Like I think that this is why I kept saying for fucking since we since we first started this podcast, I've always talked about how you do not want to have cross gaming with the PC because you're gonna get ass raped. And I, I talked about it a long fucking time ago because they tried it with like Shadowrun back when uh, I think it was Windows 10 Xbox, first came out or maybe Windows 8 first came out. It was Windows 8. It might have been Windows 8. Yeah. 7 or 8. One of those two. Super long time ago. Um, I think it was 7 or maybe even before that. I, I think it was Vista. Shit, it was probably Vista. When Vista came what? out. Yeah, oh like God. for real. Because it was back when the original Xbox or maybe Xbox 360 was out. Oh, yeah, they had the marketplace on the Vista, I think. Yeah, yeah. And oh, they, yeah. Okay. They tried it, and people were getting fucked up, like, left and right. Because the, the, the keyboard and mouse is a far superior controller for a first-person shooter. All right? It is. There is no argument at all about this. The, Zero. Well, well, well let, me just, let me just say this. For the people who use it and like it. I'm not, be- I just, I, I know I've said this over and over again. I think on average, that is absolutely correct. I'm much worse on keyboard and mouse. It doesn't magically make me a better better gamer. Well, uh, no, yeah. Okay, so it's it's like, hold on. That, you're sort of right, I guess. It's like you saying that, um, because I don't know how to use a fucking sniper scope, I'm better with iron sights. Like, if you learn how to use it, you'd be better with a fucking, sc- with a scope. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's it's more accurate. Off. I have played with keyboard and mouse. It is very, very awkward for me. Oh yeah, for, I can't for speak sure. for anybody else. Yeah, no, I I, it, I get it. It's it's awkward, but it's still it's more accurate. As far as just like the the, the general mechanics go, whether or not you can understand, whether or not you can use it, if it's comfortable for you or not, it doesn't matter. It's still more accurate. The fact that the way that you move a mouse is going to be in a keyboard is going to be more accurate than the way you, you use your thumbs for two thumbsticks. Um, that's just, that's the way it's going to be, man. I know it's weird. I, no, it, it, it's it's totally fine to say that, say it as many times as you need to. I think that's true on average. I am worse with it. I just, I, I've tried it. Yeah, oh, I'm much worse with it. I'm not more accurate. Oh, no, I, I get it. And I, I'm much, I, I play, I, 
console game because it, fucking you, Prodigy, is basically this is why mm -hmm. I buy console games because of you. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm much worse with the uh, the uh, controller than I am with the keyboard and mouse. Yeah. But I've, yeah. I also I'm super rusty with the keyboard and mouse now because of Prodigy. Thank you very much. Because I, I don't PC game that much anymore. Um, but there's definitely there's a huge difference. Um, and I, I tried to explain oh, yeah. it before. Like it, it, I'm used to on a PC. If if I'm if if I'm looking um, at a target, I can track the target. Like I'm using my hands and my head and shit. If you're not watching it, yeah. Um, <laughs> I I can actually like click to the target. Like I can actually track the target. Mm -hmm. But in on the with a controller, it, it's fucking weird because I I can't move. I can't track a target with my with my right thumb that well. So I have to like move to the like if, if there's a target that's going to like across my screen to the left. Mm -hmm. I can't if they're going the fast to the left. So I'm just saying, just like in general, to the left. On a console, if they're moving fast to the left, I can't track them with my right thumb to track them to the left that well, that mm -hmm. accurate. I have to use a combination of me strafing left and then letting them fall into my my reticle, and then using my right yeah. thumb a little bit. On a fucking keyboard and mouse, I can just move my fucking hand and get right to them, and it's super easy. Like, and I often move a little bit, but it's like way less than what I have to do on on, on a controller. And yeah, almost, you, have, you have way more range of movement with a PC with a keyboard and mouse than you do with a fucking with a controller. Yeah, you're very limited with what you can do with your thumb versus with your fucking mouse, so you can just yeah. And and I can also modify my, my field of view and shit like that, which you cannot do on a console. You can't modify your field of view on a console. But you know what's crazy? Even though I just said, like, keyboard and mouse are far superior, I have friends of mine, uh, one in particular, that fucks me up at any first-person shooter, and he uses a fucking trackball. And I can't fucking use a trackball. All right? I mean, I can uh, sort of use it, yeah. but I'm just like, eh, I ain't fucking using that shit. Yeah. So, but but he, yeah. he fucks me up. It. They still make trackballs? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird, yeah. And that's why I'm saying this, this is always. I've never argued against what you've said at all on that because I know you've played with both. Um, it, it's just there's some quirky. It, it's just like how certain people use uh, for those flight simulators the inverted stuff. I have you to, know, yeah, and, and you know, it, it's it's a weird um, personal preference sometimes when you're talking about talking about gaming and, and how how you're going to input your moves. Whether it's you know whether it's a controller or what uh, a keyboard and mouse or whatever it is, but I know this for my old ass. I'm so fucking used to the uh, Dual Shock. It just it you know it, it feels like second oh. nature to me. And I remember when I was in San Diego, I think with Blue, and we tried to play the most recent Tomb Raider. Remember that? Oh Blue? yeah, yeah. I remember it was that. like a demo. I was so fucking excited. We waited for like two hours. Uh, in hot ass San Diego. Prodigy couldn't fucking jump up on a fucking ledge. I nearly <laughs> or like the that. fucking keyboard and mouse. I was so frustrated. I was I was excited about the game. I was like, I can't do this. This is this is weird. <laughs> this feels like I'm playing with my feet. Hold on, let me. Uh, so for people that are watching the podcast right now, so I I, I actually play all first person shooters and third person shooters inverted. Um, and everybody always asks me like, why do you play inverted? So I'm a, I'm gonna show you on the podcast right now like how it how it actually works. Okay. So I'm holding a straw right now. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my thumb on what would be the uh, the thumb pad, right? If, if you're yep. playing on a, on a console. So if if I 
pull my thumb down, what happens to the thumb? What happens to the straw? Goes up. And if I pull, if I push it up, what happens to the straw? Goes it down. goes down. That's why I play inverted. So anytime, <laughs> like, this is like the best way I can, I can put it for somebody. Like, is just watching. Yeah, this. that's visual. Because I, I actually think about my my thumb is connected to the back of the person's head, and when I move the thumb yeah. up and down, this is the way it works. And the reason why this this happens for me and for like most people, I think that play inverted. Um, besides what I just said, is that we're used to like flight simulators, and so mm -hmm. back in the day when I was like a, a little kid, like you know, thirty five thousand years ago, um, I was playing uh, <laughs> uh, X Wing. And so I got used to yeah. playing as like oh, a flight yeah. simulator, and so like up yep. was and so it was all it was always inverted. And then once I got used mm -hmm. to like the attachment to like the back of the head, I was just like, oh, like th that's how it is for me all the time. So hopefully that visualization will help you understand why sense. I invert my controls. Yeah, it, so it, for it, me, it makes sense in some ways. For me, it's like different. It, like if I if I'm doing flight controls, I I have it inverted. Like if you play the original Battlefront. Your flight controls are set default inverted because when you pull back on the flight stick, the nose of the plane goes up. When you yeah. push down, you're pushing the nose down. But yeah. when I play in like third or first person, I have like the normal controls. I can't play my person inverted. It fucks me up. Yeah, I, so I can't. I have a switch. I can't do do that reverse. I, I I play my flight controls inverted, but when I'm playing with my first and third person, it's gotta be normal. Like when I push down, I go down. When I pull up, it looks looks. It's like fucking weird. I literally can't play a game if I cannot invert. The, like, and I played a few demos of games where they had no inverted controls, and I can't play them. I literally can't play them. Yeah, yeah. but how yeah, it's, often? It's not, isn't that like a little rare there? Like it's usually rare that you you're not able to invert. It, I feel like every game does that now. Well, just for demos mainly. Like I played demos before yeah. where there's like there's no option. It's just like, well, I guess I can't play this. So <laughs> we'll fuck your game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's let, bad. Let, let me yeah, let me mention actually, something. I know people who are colorblind. Who have that issue. Yep. Let, let me oh, mention something that was project. huge last week, gaming wise. If we forgot to mention, um, motherfucking. Travis Scott blew up the entire fucking internet on Fortnite doing this concert astronomical and broke all kind of records and tens of millions of people fucking saw it. He broke the Drake Did record? Did y'all see this psychedelic ass thing? He no, broke, I he only broke heard the Drake about record? it and I know you can rewatch it, I guess. Yeah, he, 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 I, I believe so. Hold on, I'm, I'm just trying to confirm. I thought it was like over 14 million attended and then plenty of people have seen it even afterwards. I think so. Yeah, some stuff like that. Seems interesting. It, it seemed fun and eventful because I like you see these people with their Fortnite characters and you can play their emotes while they're like jumping up and down, ready for a concert and like dancing and stuff. It's actually pretty funny. And then like all of a sudden, Travis Scott, who's like the size of a building, just starts yeah. walking through the map. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It, it look. I mean, look. I gotta admit, this looked cool. I've I've seen it. You know, he had some of his like hit songs and whatnot where he's he's rapping about Jamba Juice on there. But in in the Fortnite world, this looks like some kind of weird uh, psychedelic um, kind of like a, a Bootsy Collins or um, George Clinton <laughs> kind of level <laughs> psychedelic <laughs> funk party. That's awesome. Dude, but from the videos I saw, like there's like, like there's a part where he gets all robotic and shit and gets yeah. fucking crazy. 
But I know I think um, he he posted a video up to his YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check it out, I think it's up on there right now. Yeah, nobody brings the funk like Mark Rublé. I'm I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> nobody brings the funk nobody like George Clinton. Like... What the fuck are you talking about? Mark Rublé. He's like the white version of like funk right now. He's actually pretty good. Check him out on YouTube. He's actually oh, pretty awesome. George Clinton. So no, Mark Rublé. I'm saying George Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, I'm just saying. No one drinks a fun like him. So let's let's no, uh, yeah, stop your nonsense. When's the last time? When's the last time George Clinton brought the funk though? Uh, How dare you? Trolls World Tour, well, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like it just came well, how, out. How about the last fifty? How about the last fifty fucking years? What, yeah. Are you kidding me? Boo this man! I'm Boo this I'm man! Currently. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about stage. Currently. Currently, he's bringing that. <laughs> he's still bringing the funk. That's what I'm trying to tell you. He's he's still he he just dropped uh, obviously his old song, but Atomic Dog. He was he was like really deep on the uh, Trolls World Tour uh, album. He he, 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 he did a couple songs with uh, Anderson Anderson Pack recently. Yeah. I was surprised yeah, he was no, still alive. Like, honestly, I was like, he's still yeah, alive. Like, like what yeah, the fuck? I said that too. Yeah, he should died in the 80s or 70s. Yeah, 78. Too. Yeah, with all them drugs. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Mm. You know? But anyway, I, uh, I, 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 give, I give props to Epic and on, on you know, uh, uh, doing that event. I want to see some more fucking concerts out there on video games. That'd be. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, do we have any well, B&Bs? Wait, yes. we, uh, really quickly, some gaming news. Did y'all, are y'all, oh, are y'all picking up this Predator Hunting Ground, which is a PS4 so Actually, I think it's PS4 and PC. PS4 and PC, yeah. I, I wanted to get it. It's got some mixed reviews. That gen review wasn't great. Um, hmm. So I still might. Because it's it's four versus one. Okay. So it looks so like a lot of fun. You know what? Yeah. You know and what? then... Uh, you know what turned me uh, off? Yeah, I think, I think it is. Uh, go, go ahead, Prodigy. <laughs> What turned me off to the four versus one, I mean, going back to what was it, 2015, 2016, whatever yeah, the year it was, was yeah, that no. Evolve, I was so looking forward to it, and that game just didn't fucking hit. Yeah, that was uh, that was sad. This looks more fun than that, but uh, because in, in Evolve, it was like four versus one, and there was like, it was just you hunting that one, right? But in this yep. one, it's like, it's PvE and then PvP. Cause like literally like when you're the the humans, you're like trying to take down yeah. like some cartel, like just like the movie, the first movie. You're trying to take okay. down some cartel, and then the predator is there, you know. So you can get experience and shit like that. It looks like a lot of fun, but the IGN review was kind of weird because it wasn't what I was expecting. Because I, I felt like the uh, whoever the reviewer was, there's different kinds of predators that, that you can play as, and he kept using just melee attacks to like kill people, and he was saying that he felt like the predator wasn't strong enough because he was getting shot up and then like dying as a predator but i'm like why weren't you using like the like his projectile attacks you know and like yeah hunting like i feel like he doesn't understand how to hunt people you know like mm. it's just kind of weird i mean i understand that you know people don't understand how to hunt which is which is fine i guess but i mean to not understand that you have different sorts of predators to choose from and different skill sets it seemed very awkward to like have that review, so they, they gave it like kind of like a mediocre review. You know yeah, what that tells me then, though? That tells me that that specific reviewer is not familiar with the movies, even. Yeah. Well, he or, he, he referenced the he, well he referenced the movies, but he was just going around just like trying to like melee everybody. I was just like, why they have guns? Like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, exactly. Like, you have to That's isolate weird. them and then, like, kill them. If you want to melee somebody, you have to isolate them. So you can't just, yeah. like, jump down with, like, claws and shit. Who's who's the studio on this one? Who, who made this game? Uh, I we can't know? remember. I don't know. Okay. Uh, um, also, right. Streets of Ray 4 looks like comes out tomorrow. Y'all seen this? It looks like it's on every platform. You know what? And I, I mean, I used. To, I saw the reviews. I used. To, I used to fuck hardcore with some Streets of Rage. That one and Double Dragon were my oh, shit. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, the, oh, their reviews are actually that. not bad, and they're they're a little mixed. But that when I saw the game, it looked pretty good. Yeah, that that could be some fun. I would be, be down for a new like updated Double Dragon game, like, but it's gotta oh, be like yeah. a side scroller too. It, like, it, that should be fun. Yeah. It is side scroller, but it's it's couch co op. So there you go, Prodigy. Uh, Oh, how dare they! Yeah. Um, all right, what what was the B the B? Uh, we have a few. So somebody one in the chat. Uh, th- say the one in the chat, then I'll bring up the one from. Uh... Okay, so uh, our homeboy Clay, the bartender, had asked. I- I'm not sure if you guys talk about that kind of stuff about room, but after the Travis Scott X um, Fortnite concert, are there any other music artists you would want to see do a virtual console concert? And if so, which artists and in which game? I'm gonna go with a Wu Tang fucking concert in one of these new Mortal Kombat's. Hey, that'd, that'd be fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What y'all got? Um, I'm gonna say. Oh, go ahead, Crunch. What do you got? Oh, sorry. I I, I want to see Grimecraft do any sort of like gaming tournament or whatever. Like Grimecraft, he's he does like really dope okay. like gaming music mashups and they're like they're excellent he also is one of the creators of the wave yeah we, we he was on the podcast um like for like a brief interview um a few years back and he's he's a good dude he makes great music so yeah like when you talk about like video game music and like djing he's the first person that comes to mind for me anyway <clears throat> that's dope um, that's good that's it i would say rage against the machine and call of duty Okay. Yeah, if they did this like live rage fucking with like your characters, you can show up and watch them kind of like what Fortnite did. Or put them in like uh, the battle royale mode and you just gotta find the spot where the (laughs) concert is in order to get in. That'd be fucking cool. cool. That could be real cool. Yeah. What you got, Blue? Totally down. I would like to see the queen herself, or no, not the queen, the princess herself, Riri. Rihanna oh, shit. performing in fucking Borderlands 3. But I want her I want her in fucking on um in Handsome Jack Casino performing because holy shit, that would be fucking great. Oh no, I, I got one better for you. She should have been on uh what you got? Uh Far Cry. Was it Far Cry three? She should have been like that yeah. that one black chick. Oh my god. What was her name? Oh remember, yeah. remember that chick? That the, badass the chick. The one you fuck at the end. So yeah, it was, she it was, was like with a C or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the one you fuck at <laughs> I killed her. But yeah. <laughs> someone with a C, I forget her name. But well you, you realize after you fuck her, she does kill you, but that pussy was worth it. Well, I, I killed her first. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, that's some vulture crazy pussy. <laughs> Damn. All right, so all right. we all done with that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, so next one. One so right, we have one move. from... Sorry, say again? That was the only one I was in the chat. That okay. I saw. So we have one from uh, Stitch, and it was on Twitter. And he was he's not here right now for whatever reason. Raising a kid, but it's fine. 
Um, he said, if coronavirus and 9-11 are the two biggest events of your life, what's the third? Um, so first of all, the coronavirus and 9-11 are not uh, the two biggest events of my life. Yeah. But that's okay. I'll give you a more recent, um, the most recent biggest event of my life. And that would be uh, adopting, or actually just, well, basically the whole adoption story of my youngest daughter, Riley, my, my, who's now a toddler. Um, but, you know, before that would obviously be my, my oldest daughter, um, Little Bit, who I'll release the podcast soon about that because we were kind of drinking and I have to like edit out the podcast. Um, but I actually don't put the coronavirus, even 9-11, as like big events in my life. Even though like for me, 9-11 affected me like way more than most people because obviously I went to war <laughs> right after right after that. But um, to me, it's not a big event in my life. All right. Fair enough. What you got, Blue? So for me... Mine was a life changer event, and it's, oh man, I can't believe it's been like, probably going on 11 years now, but um, meeting my biological father for the first time, like, that was, like, like, when I talked to him on the phone for the first time, like, I couldn't, I can't believe that I fucking cried. Like, I mean, like, I wasn't like bawling tears, but like, dude, like, the emotions hit, the emotion hit me so fucking hard that it was like, like, wow, like this is, I'm actually talking to this fucking guy who I wanted in my life for like 30 fucking years. And now the moment has come and he's like a, a legit cool dude. And like, we're sitting, we like, we talked for like two hours the first fucking time we talked. And like, you know, him and I speaking like the little bit of Japanese that we understood was fucking just, was just crazy. So that right there was like the biggest event of my life. And you both say arigato the same way? We did, we did. And it's funny because my, my side story, my dad said that he, he like he, if he said if he had a legitimate kid that came from like another woman, it would have been from a woman from Japan. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's my dope. dad was a really stone. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, All right, you, uh, uh, old Ninja, what you got on this one? Yeah, I gotta kind of agree with Cronus because there's been different things in my life that were like, big blow-ups um there's actually a few but i'll say probably the more happier ones is the birth of my niece because uh i got to see her kind of fresh out the oven i wasn't there when she popped out but i was oh, there shortly say. after so no i was there when uh like she would popped out and i was like on my way so i got there when she like you know was able to make her first cry and whatnot after all of her tests were done so i got to watch her grow up her birthday just passed like in february so she's a decade old now so it's just been it's been interesting watching her grow up and be like the little crazy person that she is now that's awesome yeah for me for me i'm gonna go on a, on a personal note uh, uh my father passing back in uh 05 was uh kind of a watershed moment for me Holy um shit, yeah. and then on yeah, on a uh, and then on a more a much more pleasant note, just uh, as a big sports fan, uh, back in 2017 when the Dubs uh, got it done with uh, Kevin Durant uh, adding to the team and got that revenge on uh, Cleveland and LeBron, that was beautiful. So this is a crazy story. So I'm, you know, obviously I talk about my, my most recent ones. Obviously, my father passed. That was significant as well because that was like fucked up. But when your dad 
past uh, Prodigy. That was weird for mm-hmm. me too because you know I, I heard about it, and I literally like. <laughs> I had this crazy car. I had uh, I had this Mitsubishi Starion that just got heavily modified, and Oof. I was like, "All right, well, you know, I was we, our families are close. Obviously, we're we're family, so I was like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm gonna drive there and just you know be there for for family, and because it's my family. And I was driving, I was going up the grapevine, and my fucking uh, the outlet pipe to my radiator." blue on the freeway at like midnight going up the grapevine it's like literally i'm I'm driving and all of a sudden i just see everything just turns black in front of me i'm just like what the fuck just happened and i just literally spent i'm I'm not even exaggerating at least thirteen thousand dollars on this motor at least thirteen thousand dollars because this is like this is shortly after like my dad passed right was when your dad your dad passed yeah so i was just like what the fuck and it ended up being like a faulty weld which was not my mechanic's fault. It was like when I had my, my radiator rotted and cleaned and they just put a faulty weld on. And uh, I got stuck, so I couldn't be there for your, your dad's funeral. And it fucking okay. really pissed me off. And yeah, and so the same thing, like, so when my dad passed, um, I remember I, I drove home. So my mom had called me. I talked to my, my dad the, the day before he passed. And so it was like really weird because like my mom called me and my mom hated my dad really hated my dad and she called me she's like yeah you know i heard that your dad died and i was like are, are you for real because like i just talked to him like yesterday and she's like yeah you might want to call like your stepmom and so i called my stepmom and she's fucking balling i'm just like fuck are you fucking for real and so Damn. i literally i didn't shed a single tear i drove from fucking irvine to oakland california overnight and I didn't shed a single tear until I saw my stepmom. And I was just like, yeah. like, this is like real. And it's just like, yeah. losing your dad is like, I think that most men or people in general, just, I probably men in general, like they don't understand like how much their, their father means to them until like you lose them or you realize like how much you really need them. You know, like, and it's, and it's really weird in the society now because there's like a lot of fatherless, fatherless people in our society, which is fucked up. But you need your dad, you know, and you need your mom. I'm like, I'm not going to downplay your mom. You need you need both of them, you know. But the fact that most people don't really understand that is, is kind of fucked up in this society. So I'll, I'll stop my rant. Kind of, kind of being somebody who, like, lived most of my life without my dad and eventually having my dad in my life, like, it changes you. Like, it's, as long as your dad's a cool person. It changes you, like, you know, not knowing your other half and, like, knowing another part of your personality and understanding, like, why you feel certain ways or this and that. And, like, there's a lot that comes down to genetics and, like, knowing that side of your family really kind of realigns you and makes you more understanding of the person that you are. Yeah, like, I totally agree with that. But, you know, it's weird, obviously, because I've adopted. It's like, yes, a lot of it is genetics, but a lot of it is also... um, like what you what you teach your children like that's one of the things that i've noticed like with with uh with riley um she doesn't know you know her birth mother and um she's taking so many of like of our personalities from like me and my, and my girlfriend k-mac and it's like it's really weird to like see like that that whole fight of like um uh, the nurture nature versus nurture yeah like yeah. there's literally a balance there and it can get thrown yeah. off 
you know so you like know for sure yeah but it's it's it's, it's interesting i i, I kind of like it like seeing it from like a an adoption standpoint like seeing like how much of the stuff that we're trying to instill in her that she picks up i i, I think it's mm-hmm. great so that's awesome that's awesome um let's let's uh get go ahead and wrap it up and get into what we got popping besides other than sheltering uh, this week, Blue, what you got? Oh, there was, hold on. Sorry, there was one oh, was more. Was there another one? Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I pulled up topics again. It was... <laughs> if you couldn't leave your house, what would be the first thing you... Did we answer this last week? If you couldn't leave your house... this like two weeks ago. Did we? Okay, so we didn't delete it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, I think we got that one. All right, sorry. My apologies. No, no worries. Uh, uh, Blue, what you got popping this week? So if you didn't know, you're about to know. Tomorrow is uh, my my birthday. About to be hey, hey. my birthday, boy. So if you haven't if you haven't seen my shirt, I have a shirt that says April 1979. 40 such, years of being awesome. That's such a long time but ago. It's yeah. It's it's actually also <laughs> tomorrow will be 41. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, awesome. This is the shirt I got last year. You're going to wear that tomorrow, aren't but, um, you? Yeah, so tomorrow is my birthday. Um, I'm doing a Zoom party with a bunch of friends, which should be fun. Oh, yeah. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's gonna be, hopefully there will be a lot of drinking. Are we invited? Yeah, you guys are invited. <laughs> you need the invitation? <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm doing, I'm doing that um, uh, this weekend. I think Carlos is doing it as well. There's a virtual beer fest that we're participating in, which is interesting. Oh, so is this weekend or next? I, oh, shit, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's this Saturday. Oh, shit. Saturday All right. Seven. I'm getting drunk twice. Yeah, we're getting drunk <laughs> twice. But it's kind of cool because I received my... So the way that it works is that they, they shipped us a package, a box full of beer, basically. And um, I think there's I think there's like maybe about 10 different breweries, beers in there. And they're not like little samples. They're like full like cans of them in there. And um, I think the way that it's worked is there's going to be a YouTube channel that we get to log into and they're, they're going to have every one of the breweries on there and they're going to go into details about the beers that they have. So while they're talking about their beers, that's when you're supposed to pop, pop open a beer and, and drink it. But what's kind of cool about it is that like you can share it. So like I think in the in the invitation or the the event uh, thing, it had said that like, yeah, you can definitely like can two people can share from this one package. I think it was about it was about forty dollars for it. It was ten dollars. It was thirty dollars for the event, and ten dollars for them to ship it. So I'm looking forward to that. Like the beer that they have in there, actually, it's a pretty good selection. They have like they have like two two or three ciders in there, which is kind of cool. But it was really interesting because when I got the box on the label, like the I never had this ha- happen before. Like the the literary person had to actually check my ID to make sure I was 21, <laughs> and also make sure that I wasn't drunk when I received it, because on the box, it says, like, there's, like, all these fucking guidelines on there, which is kind of funny. That's funny. I, I should have brought the box, but I, I threw the box away already, but... I, I took a picture of it, but, yeah, the, um... I think probably the same guy delivered it to me. Mexican dude? Uh, yes. He didn't even, like, fucking card me. He was just like, here's your shit. <laughs> but, yeah. He's like, you look old enough. You yeah, it's, uh, but... I mean, honestly, I'll be honest. Like the beer selection to me, it was a, uh, it was average. For yeah, me. I mean, it's nothing special, but it's still pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah. So I will say it was average. However, I'm happy that they're doing what they're doing. Um, I'm, I'll support them if they do it again. I'll definitely do it again. Um, 
like I'm used to having like higher alcohol content beers, which is I mean for most people like this the selection here will be totally fine. Um, but for me, I like I like having higher alcohol content, and I've had like a lot of these beers before, and like m most things under like seven percent alcohol, I usually don't I don't usually don't drink, but um, I will drink it on Saturday to enjoy with all you fucks. So. All you all you need is Budweiser. What are you talking about, man? No, oh, no, no, no. I just I just man. happen to like more higher alcohol content. But I mean, I'll be drinking what? It's like it's ten beers, right? Yeah, I think it's ten beers, which is pretty. That's actually pretty good. I mean, it's like two dollars a beer. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the 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 cost is really good. So yeah. I'm gonna support them no matter what. I'm going forward, even though the the beer selection this year wasn't for me wasn't what I wanted. But I also understand that. Beers are how listen. I would happily pay eighty dollars to do this if you give me beers that are higher alcohol content and I don't know, just like more rare. I guess that's probably what it is, and also Dude, more so, rare. Like I know on the on the on the card it talks about how like you know if you're gonna be doing this with like friends and stuff like that, like you should start up like a chat room. So we should definitely hit up like start a chat room so we can kind of talk about the beers as we drink them. Oh yeah. And as yeah. we watch like the YouTube video. We should do that. Like I'm, I'm sure, I mean, they're, yeah. pro they're probably all gonna taste great. But just, I'm, I'm used to like drinking beers that are higher alcohol content so I don't drink as much beer. Cause I try to keep my my figure, all right? So I try not <laughs> to get fat again. But um, but I, I get it. I, I haven't had a beer for a long time since, I've had a beer since this, like lockdown started, so yeah. probably since the beer week stuff, right? What's up? Since SF beer week stuff? No, I mean I have beer since then, but I mean that was like fucking February, man. Dude, oh, could you right. imagine if could you imagine if the coronavirus hit during SF beer week? Oh, oh man, dude, that'd be fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank fucking god. Yeah, yeah I've been drinking old, like vodka. Old Ninja, old Ninja, what you got over there? Uh. Basically, kind of the same. Um, actually, so Are there's three birthday too. No, <laughs> but there's two other friends. There's two other friends of mine that are celebrating their birthday tomorrow, and uh, one of them um, I got to drop off a gift to. The other one is my little cousin. He has his birthday, so I got to see him and then try to make it to Blues event and be on there. So I'll be doing that tomorrow. Um, I actually. I'm going to be going back to work at a limited capacity in a couple days. So these are kind of my last days of uh, I'll be on less quarantine. So but we'll see how that works out and uh, still doing some gaming in between. But other than that, you know, kind of getting back to some semblance of life a little bit for me. So we'll see. Good shit. Carlos, what you got? Oh, uh, well, you know, Blue's birthday and the SF Virtual Beer Fest should be uh, should be fun. Um, it's been fun uh, teaching K-Mac Jiu-Jitsu. It's been, uh, nice. honestly, it's, it's, it's been really cool. Uh, I need to finish doing the shed. Have you guys done after-hour Jiu-Jitsu? <laughs> <laughs> she puts being guard really good. Damn. Uh, no, but it, I don't know. It's been cool for me as like somebody that's you know, I guess decently good at jujitsu to like pass it down to somebody else that actually needs it for like self defense, you know. And and uh, this whole you know week having Riley with you know her her grandmother has been like really really good. And like seeing like both of their mental healths getting better from seeing each other has been something that I haven't 
really experienced before. Like, it's been really cool. Like, I, I've never... I didn't have, a, like, a good relationship with, like, my grandmothers at all when I was growing up, you know? So it's, like, seeing how close, like, my my toddlers with a grandmother and a grandfather is just, like, it's really cool to see, you know? Like, I, yeah. I, I like having them pass down stuff to, like, their grandkids and just being close. Other than that, I'm not going to be too it's, emotional, but, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's healthy for both the, uh, the, the children and the elderly. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm uh, wrapping up my uh, Red Dead uh, playthrough on the White Hat stuff, and I'm going to try to get on with uh, B-Boy Frost on some online, because I've never fucked with any Red Dead Redemption 2 online. You're going to be also stuck. Also to check out... You're going huh? to be stuck. You're going to be stuck on that. You're going to be uh, yeah, stuck I'm looking forward hard. to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I saw there, uh, the... Thor and uh, Arrow, those actors, have two Netflix movies that look kind of action-packed. I want to check them both out. Um, I can't remember the fucking names of them for the life of one me. Of, just... so one of them's called Extraction. That's with Chris Hemsworth. The other one's called Code Code 8 with uh, Stephen Emil and his cousin Robbie Emil. I'm down. I, I need some action flick uh, bullshit in my life. And... Um, you know me. I'm, I'm still trying to be the fucking Pirate King, man. They, they got some long-ass arcs on that goddamn One Piece. But I'm <laughs> still watching it. Here we go. All right, take us out, old engine. All right. So you just experienced Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity! We are live every Wednesday night on YouTube. Check us out with Black and Black Times Infinity. Uh, check us out everywhere, pretty much on the net, with at BTI. That's B-T-H-A-N. BTI, check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, Radio Republic, Spotify, SoundCloud, and on Amazon, we have an app on there. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com forward slash BTI. Uh, what am I missing? I think so that's. All of this. All of this. Try to try to support your local comic shop. This this Saturday would have been free comic book day. Try to support them if you can.